Here at the Joe Show, we have the finest studios. Where's your studio? Because, like, I'm in a studio now. It has guitars and some kind of UV light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on. The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of liberty is, is ugly. It's not, it's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion. So uh, we're actually God's chosen people. So, so yeah, the chosen ones. I know this. One, I think yeah. the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market, it's all going belly up. <laughs> And smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where are you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's what the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now. Talk about Iowa like that. I'll slap the donkey down. That's the Joe Show, Thursday, six to nine on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com. Friday nights at 7 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. It's one of America's most popular radio programs. It's the LRWS. Don't believe us? Just ask Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. People are allowed to be morons. They're allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to think idiotic thoughts. So during your Friday night plans, make sure that you take Lawrence Ross, Thomas Lakeman, and Matt Davis with you. Dumb Florida morons. Make sure you give these guys a call at 941-421-0401. Get off the phone with you, waggy prick. That number again is 941-421-0401. They drive me fucking nuts over here, Chief. It's the LRW. US. You suck! Each and every Friday evening. On RazRadioLive.com. Through battle scars, an army of 
the global resistance. Time to wake up and open your eyes to the matrix. This is going out to the truth is a patriot. Living free and dying hard, speaking through battle scars. An army of one becomes a global resistance. Let me tell you something, when we're it's too late, you can kill people like me. You can shut us down, you can put us in prison, but people got to taste the truth, and there's nothing on earth you can do to stop this information warfare migration. It's time to wake up and open your eyes to the matrix. This is going out to the truth as a patriot. Living free and dying hard, speaking through battle scars. An army of one becomes a global resistance. It's time to wake up and open your eyes to the matrix. This is going out to the truth as a patriot. Living free and dying hard, speaking through battle scars. An army army of one becomes a global resistance. Above them, ready to crush. But the bigger they are, the harder. 
of they fall. So lovers of liberty and justice push on to victory. And I feel blessed, fate pick me to be a part of the greatest movement. In the middle of chaos, the thought is soothing. Confounding the wicked cause they targets moving. They only good at killing the sheep. But wait till they get what they reap. Weeping and gnashing the teeth for all of the evil they wreak. Every time truth we speak, the machine creeps. As we launch attacks from beneath and patiently await their defeat, wicked ones will fail and fail hard. We don't think the people's in charge. We'll stand tall, we'll never fall, and we can't stop till it's freedom for all. The enemy will fail and fail hard. We don't think the people's in charge. We'll stand tall, we'll never fall, and we can't stop till it's freedom for all. I want everybody to check out InfoWars.com. Support your man, Alex Jones. He's fighting the good fight. Get your storable foods. Get your weapons. Learn how to live off the land. Because it's about to go down. Hey, this is Jack Blood, your radio gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to The First 52 with Sean, Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. No 
check one, two, one, two. Are you ready for this? Cause it's the first 52. Listen up if you wanna survive the ride. Tune in, the truth might change your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Saturday night, conspiracy facts. It's the first 52 with your host, Sean Rack. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. VIC's in charge. Time to listen up. Real talk mixed with music. Meant to wake you it's up. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That's your opinion. Bring your facts today. He packs the pain for Toad Jones' name. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Uncensored, uncut, and live. Truth talk with guests that might help you survive. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. See through the lies of the manipulation. It's the first 52. Listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in, the truth might save your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Y'all know what that means. It is Saturday, May 10th, 2014. You're listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I am your host, Sean Raz. And as we are coming to you live from FEMA Region 4, we will be covering all kinds of stuff tonight. I'm actually super excited. Uh, we have a, a great uh, interview on tonight. I'm really excited about doing this interview. It's going to be the first with him. Uh, Scott Rickard, he'll be joining us in the second hour. He's a former intelligence officer for the Air, for the Air Force, for the NSA, uh, for the Director of National Intelligence. So he's going to be bringing a lot of different things to the table with us tonight. Um, you know, I have I haven't really paid much or talked much about um, the whole Russia Ukraine uh, issue. So I'm, I'm really excited to talk with him uh, about that issue and what's going on there. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm hoping he can bring a, a different insight to it for us. Um, you know, learn some stuff off there. Of course, the first hour we'll, we'll be covering a whole bunch of uh, of news and and information and and crazy craziness going on in the world, or mainly in America. Um, you know, I tend to to really stick with what's going on in our world uh, and in our country. Um, but we have to pay attention to those other things sometimes. There, there's definitely some things going on out there that I question uh, if it's uh, true or not. Um, again, with the Ukraine issue, we see uh, it, it's, it's eerily sim- similar to you know Syria, to Lebanon, to uh, or I mean Libya, um, Egypt. It's uh, the starting of it uh, is very uh, remnants of of those times. So it's something we're, we're going to talk about and, and uh, maybe try to learn some some stuff together about it. Uh, of course, sitting to my right is my lovely Lex- wife, Lexi. How you doing, honey? I'm doing awesome. Good evening. Good evening. And, of course, uh, before we get going, because I don't want to forget, you know, later on in the show, uh, happy Mother's Day to you, honey, and to all the mothers out there that might be listening right now. Thank you. Yeah, it's tomorrow's Mother's Day. Don't forget your mama. You wouldn't be here without her. And usually coming to us from, you know, the... the the Tampa region would be our buddy Forto, but he's not in Tampa right now. Why are you doing, Forto? Doing pretty good. Uh, what FEMA region am I in? Uh, one, I'm I in think. the northeast. I think that's one. Yeah, where you're I gotta at. look that up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, because uh, you're uh, you're up in the north, Maine, and and 
coming down is your first one, then you have two. I think New York is where two starts. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in, yeah, it's, it's Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island. So I'm in FEMA Region 1. FEMA Region 1 is where Dave will be coming to you guys from tonight. And he's also bringing us an echo. Does that mean I'm first to go? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and he's also bringing us an echo, but that's because he's not way, on his uh, normal equipment, so you'll have to, uh, bear with us. We'll bring him down when he's not talking too often, because he's not feeling well either, so I, I really appreciate him joining us. Right. Yeah. Sorry says you're very hot. I'm very hot again. Yeah. I'm working on trying to use the new the new stuff, so hopefully we can get it uh, situated to where it's not too hot. You know, I've, I've been really trying to dial this in. <laughs> I'm so used to having to sit a certain way for for certain shows, so hopefully what I just did there will uh, help correct that issue. Thanks, Troy. <clears throat> so, tell us about your trip, Dave. Tell us about your trip, Dave. Uh it was relatively uneventful uh, up until. The northern half of of uh, South Carolina. Now I, I broke this trip up. You know I could have done it. It's, it was a twenty twenty four hour trip probably, uh, but I broke it into three days. I drove up to my friend's house in Jacksonville on Monday. Tuesday morning I woke up at six o'clock, made it to Virginia by three o'clock. Stayed at a shitty hotel room there. I think that's where I got sick, and broke out of there at nine o'clock and drove up. <laughs> broke out of there, he says. <laughs> right now. Even from Jacksonville to um, Virginia, now you know those are the states that you got to worry about speed traps, right? Right. Now here's Dave and this you know little Ford Ranger with a you know dirt bike in the fucking bed, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, Edward Florida tags. I'm I'm like they're probably trying to find me, and uh, gotta be. I, I I was even I remember the last time I drove up here, um, I saw cops, a lot of cops in, in South Carolina. And I was like, oh wow, there's not really any cops here. But then again, I was there, like, I was passing through at like 6 37 o'clock in the morning, right? Right around shift change. Uh, not probably 7 38. Alright. By 8 39, halfway through the state, I'm not shitting you, I must have seen 20 to 25 cops in a 10 mile stretch. And what state was this? What state was this? South Carolina. It was the northern half. South Carolina. Yep, that's the last twenty miles or so. If you remember when we were talking about our trip to uh, to Pennsylvania, well, that was where we uh, saw the most ourselves. We we encountered the most cops uh, going through South Carolina. And you know, everybody says that it's Georgia uh, is is supposed to be the worst right. state for cops, and I don't think we saw one cop in Georgia. You know, the the four times we traveled through Georgia since it was South Carolina was South the. Uh, Nightmare state. So, yeah, South Carolina. The whole and that was the whole state for us. We saw a whole mm-hmm. ton of them going yeah. through there. Uh, so that's just really strange. Yeah, so a big, a big, a big fuck you to South Carolina. <laughs> and anybody that because you know I'm always there. like fuck New York, right? Fuck New York. Now it's fuck South Carolina too. Because here's the thing: is I got to go back home, right? You know, so I got to drive through that state again. Again, yes, you do. Oh, see, when we went to Pennsylvania, we were in South Carolina for like. Had to be six hours because we went halfway through it, and then we went west uh, through it, and then we went up seventy-seven out that way. So we were in South Carolina for this whole amount of time. So you're up there for Pork Fest, right? No, no, no. No, I was no, no. thinking about going. I was thinking about staying up here like a, a month and a half, two months, um, and I would have included Pork Fest because Pork Fest is. Uh, I don't know, it's probably like three hours away from me. 
from where I am right now. I'm in Killington, Vermont. Actually, there's actually snow here. Oh my god! Um, you said it was cold. Uh, you didn't say there was snow on, on the it's ground. Man- it's man-made snow. Uh, my friend, if he wasn't here, to be, uh, if he wasn't in Maine, he'd actually have gone skiing this weekend, like the last, you know, weekend or two of going skiing. But uh, it was. It, it, <clears throat> I'm not ready to stay up here that long. Um, I've got a lot of shit. I got a lot of loose ends. Like I don't like leaving my truck sitting in my parking spot doing nothing. I mean, the, the suburban for all that time. So right? if I come up here for a month or so, you know, I gotta, I gotta handle all that stuff. Gotta leave the suburban with somebody that that'll use it or you know watch it or whatever. Right, <laughs> right. Well, maybe Ben will. But that little, that, that. that little. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. So I figure something. So out. you're just right up there. Right visit, you're just up there visiting and trying to spend time with family. Yeah, I'm gonna, on my way down, my son can't come up here. I was hoping that he would come up for the weekend, cause he's about five hours away. Right. Um, but he can't come up, so I'm gonna hit him on the way down, like I'm gonna leave here. It's five hours for me to get from here to my son's house. But in the meanwhile, I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna be passing right by the castle, so I'm gonna stop off to see them. I'll go to Brooklyn, I'll see some family there, and then, you know, I'll just spend the day bouncing around to people, then I'll see my kid at night. Maybe sleep for an hour or two, and because I, I got to get out of New York at like fucking eleven, twelve o'clock at night, so escape I from New York traffic. Because I got to remember, right? Exactly, because I got to make it past Washington, actually past Baltimore. Once I pass Baltimore, actually Richmond, uh, Fredericksburg, and Richmond are pretty fucked up too. Um, well, that's just traffic. That's there. really I'll, close I'll to glo- that's really close to Glory. You should stop and see her. Yeah, you could lay over her place. Yeah. Oh, here you got to turn Probably you back not. on. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wanna. Once I leave Long Island, I'm actually gonna go straight from Long Island to to Jacksonville. You, you know what I think we want to do, Dave? I, I think you I want to stay at my mom's in Jacksonville. He's got, he's got buddies in Jacksonville. Um, oh. I want to, I want to kill right. Mumble, Dave. I'm gonna kill my Mumble and unmute my unmute my Skype because I can't deal with this, and maybe that'll make it better. So let me just mute this real fast. Sorry, guys. I know there's a there's a little bit of an issue going on with the uh, audio there. That's because Dave's using a laptop and a headphone. He's on he's on his on his normal equipment. So we're just trying to eliminate that. I still have it though. Still have the echo? Yeah. Oh wait. Nope. Hello. No, we're good now. Great. Yay. All right. There, that fixed that problem. And, and Troy, if you're still listening, can you let me know? Uh, if I've got a better bearing on my uh, my mic here too, uh, or anybody else out there, give me a tweet at Sean Raz. Let me know if I'm not if I'm still as hot or if I'm better off. Uh, we're just trying to dial in some new stuff we're using, guys. We'll get there eventually. No, no, yeah, I got sh- I got shit equipment. Yeah. When are you driving back down? I might go not this Monday, but the next Monday after that. Well, if you don't work out something in Jacksonville, let me know because my mom has a guest room. I appreciate it. Now, my friend, my you know, friend of mine that I've known since I'm 16 years old, uh, lives down there. All I got to do is I can call him on the way, but like, yeah, I'm sleeping in your sunroom. Oh, okay. And, I'll you know, be there. Right. Plus, it's it's good for him that I come over because I get him out of the house. Well, I'm good to see you out of the house. You know, moving and traveling. That's uh, I haven't done yeah, that in a while. I've I've had a pretty active social life the last uh, month or so, which means I'm fucking out of money, but I'm having a good time. Dave's always out of money. He's always running out of money. Well, at least I'm out of money for a good reason. Yeah, at least you're doing stuff, right. Right. I'm getting laid, not on a regular, but I'm getting laid here and there. Uh, Yippee. uh. All right, so 
Um, a report coming out of Jersey. <clears throat> Figured I'd uh, bring that one up if I can get to the title here. <clears throat> Poll, should New Jersey gun owners be allowed to carry in public without having to show urgent need? Uh, currently in the state of New Jersey, in order to get a, a CCW permit or a CCP permit, whatever you want to call it, um, you have to prove to the local police, the, the state police, and the courts that you have a need for a firearm to carry and protect yourself outside yeah. of your home. Where, where does that say that in the Constitution? <laughs> that I have to prove a need for it? Yeah, exactly. I seeing that. No, I don't remember saying that either. Uh, in, in doing so, the High Court let stand that state's requirements that gun owners must demonstrate a justifiable need to be armed in public. Both local police and then a state superior court judge must approve such permits in New Jersey. Uh, so they're trying to... Uh, th- this poll, though, it's uh, the poll is, should New Jersey gun owners be allowed to carry in public without having uh, to show urgent need? we got 86.2% voted yes. Um, they should be able to. Uh, with 8,175 votes casted, with no at 13.44%, with 1,226 votes casted, and 0.44% of I don't know, 42 people. The dick bats. Yeah, I hate people that vote I don't know. Why even take the stupid poll, then, if you don't know? <laughs> like, really, you know? Um So uh, maybe they'll get that changed. You know, I don't think that... Uh, it should be a requirement as long as you have no, you know, like Florida here is a, a shall issue state. Um, that's what most, not most, but a lot of them are shall issue or will issue. Meaning you, know, you, you apply, you have the money, you have a clean background, you wait a week or two, you'll get a permit. You know you know what, what state I'm in, right? Vermont. I'm in one of the three states. Open carry? It's, it, there's no law. No law. There's no permit. I could open care. I, I, as an as an outside resident, I'd go down to the store and buy a gun and walk around town with it on my hip. Did you um? Did you go with my suggestion in that po- in that uh, Facebook post you had, or did you go? No, I'm not, I, I don't know if how many people know about this, but I am now gunless because I didn't want to deal with because uh, that's that's you know that's that's weapons charges, um, and I'm not I'm not looking to fuck around with that. Especially when I'm trying to, you know, see my family and shit. You should at least put a shotgun in the car or something. <laughs> my my truck is, you know, it's a little Ford Ranger. I can't, not only that, <laughs> he says. <laughs> well, a shotgun's a little much there. No, he's got the he's got the short barrel home defender. No, no, no. I, it's an eight round, eighteen inch barrel. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's it's a it's a riot gun, is what they call it. You know, uh, it's, for, I, it's for it's for close quarter battle. Yeah, it's a home defender. They call them too. Right, so you know, again, it's it's in New York and New Jersey. They only allow seven rounds. Well, while we're talking about guns, I know I covered this on Shannon Burke's show this past week. Um, <clears throat> family of dead armed robber speaks out against CCP holder who shot him and calls for stricter gun laws. Uh, have you seen this at all, Dave? No, I've been out of touch for uh, since last Saturday. Since <laughs> last Saturday. Yeah, well, after we did the show Saturday. Um, you know, Sunday I was prepping to leave Monday, and I've been I've been enjoying the the fact that I'm not, you know, even close. Like I just fired up the laptop today. I brought the laptop with me. I've been dicking around with the uh, with the tablet, but I haven't really read anything because I'm in bliss. Staying I'm out in, of touch. Yeah, I love it. Well, so, go home. 
That's what I did when I went to the funeral. I really didn't read much or, or uh, interact at all. I mean, honey, you can stand up and support me on that one, can't you? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, well, you kind of had no choice. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> There's no internet in the house. But I do, I do like when we have those trips where we have no choice but to not interact with anyone. <laughs> yeah, it can be nice. <laughs> with the people like in the room with us. <laughs> yeah, it can definitely be nice. It was nice. It was good to see the kids <clears throat> too. We had a good place that we were at too. You know that yeah. definitely. We told helped. all that story last. Yeah. yeah. So it was a good trip altogether. <laughs> Dave sounds cooked up. No spicy wiener. He is not cooked up. He is not feeling well, and he's he's muscling through the cold that he caught at the nasty ass hotel. Uh, it was. The why'd you stay at a nasty hotel? What's that well, called? I, I stay in Fredericksburg. I stay at this one hotel. I, I've driven up here three times in the last four years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and <coughs> excuse me. And um, I stay at this one hotel. It's like fifty bucks, right? Perfect. You know, and I've been there twice already. And I saw another one across, it was directly across the street. It was $5 cheaper. I will never step foot in that fucking Days Inn again. Mm-hmm. It, there was a welfare family next to me, right? Uh, it was yeah. dogs. And I really had to worry about somebody stealing something from the back of my truck. And you had no I, gun. I had no gun, right? Although, here's the fucked up part is, Virginia's a reciprocating state. I could have actually packed, I could have concealed carry from Tampa to fucking Virginia. Yep. Not had a problem. It was Maryland and up that I would have had a problem. Imagine that. And, and it's because of, you know, my magazines, my gun is fine, my bullets are fine, it's the fucking magazines that they have a problem with. And I could have brought the magazines, I couldn't, I could have brought no bullets, and had still the got in trouble. and I still got in trouble, because it was just the magazines. So, fuck New York, fuck South Carolina, fuck New Jersey. <laughs> uh, how much was your room? Fifty, forty-five dollars. Yeah, see, when we were traveling back, but see, you don't have the ability to do this while you're driving. Lexi was on Hotwire the whole time driving until she found a, a yeah. really good deal. We got I got a, nice a sweet place. deal on a room for fifty six bucks. Yeah, well, if I if I choose to stay at the hotel when I go down, I'm going back to the old place because rooms are bigger, it's nicer, and uh, yeah. I don't know, uh, you know, yeah. uh, welfare families living there. Not that you know, I got a problem with welfare families, but yeah, I was gonna say people might uh, start tweeting you out on that one. Right. Well, I had I just I, I backed the truck up right by my room. I made sure I got a downstairs room. The guy asked me, "It's like, yeah, I need a I need a room so I can wash this truck." Mm-hmm. And I slept with the with the you know with the, with the shades open a little bit so I could look right out. And oh, watch that's, and that's part awful. Of reason, that's part of the reason why I didn't get good sleep because I was fucking nervous. I was like, you know what? Take a shower, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dave was yeah. having a spaz the whole time. Yeah, check out Hotwire when you're going back down because we got that room for fifty six bucks. They had a full hot breakfast in the morning. The hotel like was nice, and bacon nice and clean rooms. There was no scary things going on in the parking lot, you know. Yeah, well, I, I, I from Vermont to Tampa, I can't make it overnight. Um, but from New York to Jacksonville, it's not that big a deal. Oh, you know, so I, I could do that. It's a long ass drive. It is a long ass drive. Yeah, I could pull over and you know rest my eyes for half an hour, but uh, it's not that big a deal. Like you know, I tra- said, if you want to go to Gloria's, hit her up because she's got a guest room, dude. I wouldn't no. do that whole drive. That is such a fucking long drive. It is a long drive. That's why we changed our oh, driving back from, from yeah, our trip. Freaking miserable, right, man. Let's, we got off topic topic because I couldn't get the video to start. So I got the video running here. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I we need were, I need that fill to we keep it. We were conversing about his trip. It's yeah. important to make plans. I agree. I after I, I'm glad you did that filler for me because I didn't have the video running yet. It wasn't filler. We were just talking. God. 
It's important. It's, uh, there's People no doubt care that he came to this Dave's trip. awful house back in January of 2012, intent on robbing it. But they say he didn't have to die. Investigators say this surveillance video shows Williams and his accomplice, Jawan Craig, coming to the restaurant with Williams pointing a gun and demanding money. Guilty. The man you see at the counter <laughs> is Justin Harrison. They're yelling, everybody get down, get down. Now I'm just thinking, I'm not getting on the floor, I'm not going to be a victim. Harrison, a CWP holder, was armed and says while the men terrorized the other customers and staff, he was deciding when to act. This is the only time if I'm going to fight, it would have been that time, that moment. He is approaching me. Uh, I saw that as him engaging me. The video shows Williams, gunned by his side, walk towards Harrison, who stands up and fires several shots. Williams died at the scene. The video then shows Harrison tried to hold Craig at gunpoint, but Craig tries grabbing Harrison's gun and eventually escapes. Deputies later caught up with Craig, and he has since been convicted in the robbery. Now he's Thanks in part good. to this video. David Blanton, a former Spartanburg County deputy, was Harrison's CWP instructor. And after reviewing the video, he says Harrison followed his training and was justified in firing. Not only was he defending his own life, which the law says he can do for the, by the right of self-defense, there were other people in the restaurant. According to Blanton, getting a CWP involves filling out an application, an eight-hour class taught by an instructor, a written exam, and finally, a live fire qualification. Well, it still kind of puzzles us as to why he would do something so crazy. Tamika McSwain is William's cousin and says the training isn't enough, and because of that, her cousin died. She says the surveillance video shows that Harrison was not in immediate danger when he fired the fatal shots. I understand you felt threatened because of the situation, but you said that the gun was pointed at you, so you fired. In fact, he was walking out. McSwain admits that her cousin made a terrible decision the night he died. She says it was out of character for the Dorman High senior who had never been in trouble before. Oh, he was always sharp. Um, they always say that. Funny, goofy, <laughs> loved to dance all the time. Um, yeah, but it's didn't really he, respectable. Hold on, almost just, done. It's like a fun, fun, fun boy. McSwain says her family was disappointed that Harrison wasn't charged and says her family is still considering pursuing other legal action against him. And she adds that this case shows that more training is needed before issuing a CWP. But Harrison says the training is enough, and this video shows that he did what he had to. They got the gun. He picked it up. He could have said no. Um, he hung out with the wrong crowd. In Spartanburg County, Adrian Acosta, Fox, Carolina News. So yeah, now it's now it's the uh, the legally carrying individual's fault for defending a, a, a establishment with people in it uh, by pulling the trigger and, and taking the life of somebody who's running around waving a gun in people's faces. But they shouldn't feel threatened. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's bullshit. Did you see the um the thing the uh that from the New York Daily News. Mercedes-Benz driver turns tables on carjacker, shoots both men dead in the Bronx. This, now, this came from Michelle Castle um, today, and it happened May 9th, which is yesterday. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't and, seen that one yet. I know there was another one going around from uh, Winter Haven, I think it was, You're up your neck of the woods. Some uh, Something to do with a shootout. 
Um, those guys coming in the house and end up shooting, killing both of them, and there's like a big uproar that he shouldn't have done that. Another one of those ones. Yeah, well, the thing about the one in the Bronx is that most likely the guy who shot the, and killed the two people, the two carjackers, does not have a legal weapon. Well, they don't, yeah, because it's real hard to get a, a permit and a weapon and especially right. a handgun in New York, isn't it? <laughs> especially in the five boroughs, just in lower New York. I, I tell the story all the time, but I tried to get a target permit, and because I was going through a divorce, they took my 180 bucks. And then told me uh, eight months later, sorry, you're going through a divorce. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, get my money back. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you tell me that before? Because you knew I was going through a divorce. If you knew that that's a, that's a reason for uh, just uh, not being approved, then you should have just said that, and I wouldn't have paid the money. Oh. But secondly, I was like, do you mean to tell me? Because at that time in Long Island, you can go and get a rifle or a shotgun without a permit, and you can walk in and walk out with one. Um, you can't do like, that anymore? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but now, now that well, I know in the five boroughs they have rifle, shotgun permits. Uh, I don't know about the other ones, but I, I was like, I could go to the store right now and buy a shotgun and blow my ex-wife in half. <laughs> but I can't do it with a small caliber weapon. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, it's pretty and, crazy, and, and that's safer even if you think about it. Well, uh, here's the deal. I made a phone call, <laughs> and uh, two weeks later, I had uh, two three eighties. No questions, no tax, no permit, no serial numbers. Yeah. Well, it's easy to get illegal weapons. I mean, well, it used to be for me. Especially in the, those areas, you know. You, you get into those areas, and it's very easy to, to, to pull that. <clears throat> so, hey, you get what you get. Uh, that's why I don't live in a place where you can't have a, a firearm. You know, that's why you, you choose to live where you feel the best living, you know. Yeah, I feel naked around my gun, and I've actually been like that for a while because my my friend, Lisa, I told the story last week. Um, she's got my little concealed carry gun, right? The three eighty, uh, three eighty. So I haven't been carrying because I don't want. I can't carry the, the nine millimeter. I could, but it would just be it'd, it'd be printing too much, and people would see it sticking out of my shirt, and I just don't want to deal with it. Plus, I don't have a holster for it, so. I don't want to go all Mexican style with it. <laughs> Mexican style with it, nice. I'm stuck in my butt crack. So, what, what do you expect out of the EPA, Dave? The what? What do you expect out of the EPA? Out of the EPA? Yeah, like what's what? What do you expect from the EPA? Uh, I believe the EPA is a government entity put together to protect the interests of the uh, large corporations that are polluting the water and air. Okay. So you wouldn't expect one of their officials to uh, view more than 7,000 porn files on a government computer while they're at work, would you? Oh, I would totally expect them to do that. (laughs) (laughs) An environmental protection agency official spent up to six hours a day on taxpayer dimes looking at pornography, according to the EPA general inspector. So I just wanted to bring that one to light. That's a lot of hours per day. Yeah, that's... Does the article state from when he was doing it to when, or she? Let's hope it's a she. Let's see here. It says here, one such investigation involved a career EPA employee who allegedly stored pornographic materials on an EPA network server shared by colleagues. Williams testified Ah. with an OIG special agent arrived, or when an OIG special agent arrived at his employee's workspace to conduct the interview, the special agent witnessed the employee actively viewing pornography on his government-issued computer. Subsequently, subsequently, the employee confessed to spending, on average, between two and six hours per day viewing pornography while at work. 
The OIG's invest, uh, investigation determined that the employee downloaded and viewed more than 7,000 pornographic files during his duty hours. Does it say, does it say you know, from, you know, what year to what year? Or uh, because there, There's a reason why. Because as a network administrator, or an ex-network administrator, I can tell you when I started, when, when um, software became commonplace where you could track where people are going. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't get into that. It just says here, Washington Free Beacon analysis shows shows the EPA employee could have spent anywhere from forty to one hundred and twenty hours a month watching smut. <laughs> it doesn't give us a time frame of well, when. All right. So I'm sure that they got busted somehow. You know, because there was a you know uh, a firewall or intrusion detection machine, whatever um, that tracks where they go. But nobody. Here's the thing. Obviously, no, none of their their system admins are actually looking at the log files um, to see what's going on. So th- there's a whole lot of behind the scenes shit that they're not even addressing here. Such as, you know, there's 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 there is. If you're going to porn sites, guess what? You're most likely going to get if you're doing that much porn watching, you're going to get a virus. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and there's, there's, there's he was saving these files on a network server on a server and sharing it. So this guy had access to servers. So this tells me that the EPA is probably running on 1998 technology, probably very easy to hack into. Well, they don't really, in my opinion, do anything anyway. I mean, not really my favorite agency. They don't do the job they're supposed to. Well, what they do is they they raise the level of uh, acceptable mercury. Yeah. Right, or they tell the FDA that hey now 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 the the mercury that's in fish uh, now this level the higher level is is better for you and the, even the FDA even says well the benefit of eating fish outweighs the negative negativity of eating mercury, mercury. yeah well don't let, let us not forget that as soon as the radiation level spiked above the acceptable level they raised that level too uh, so right. you know, <laughs> they really they really don't do what they're supposed to and they continue to allow the chemtrails to be sprayed in the sky so. You know, no, they don't investigate that at all. We made it. We made it forty-five minutes, Honduras. <laughs> got to get them both in now, right? <laughs> oh my goodness! So we got that taken care of. Hey, how about this one? Uh, how about this report that the Pentagon paid one hundred and fifty per gallon for green jet fuel? A GAO report notes exorbitant price act as de facto subsidy for biofuel firms. You know, I'm not. I know I go back, you know, everybody seems to think that just because I don't support global warming or the the, the farce of that, that I don't think that we're doing damage. But I also don't agree with forcing these things, wasting money on these things. I think they should be allowed to to be developed. I mean, we passed, and it was a sin we couldn't get any pictures. Uh, But coming out of Pennsylvania, right before we crossed into West Virginia, uh, the whole mountainscape was covered with windmills. Really humongous, uh, all across this pretty. one area of mountains. Yeah, it was really pretty. So I'm not against, you know, alternative things and, and developing these things as long as it's allowed to be done by private business and not completely government funded. But then again, you know, how do we get there? And uh, I got into a battle, and you're not going to want to hear this, Dave, but you're going to have to anyway. I got into a battle with Brad Friedman over all this crap. And of course, uh, Geoengineering came up in the conversation, and he claims, and I, he didn't answer my question as to how me talking about the, the negative of geoengineering and chemtrails and and these different things, um, how that makes me a tool for the big oil companies. Because you would think, 
uh, the big oil companies would want geoengineering to go on because apparently geoengineering will stop the global warming, <clears throat> if that's really a thing. Um, and it, you won't have to really change any of your 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 daily routines. The oil companies wouldn't have to uh, continue to to try to make cleaner oil or um, different things like that because the geoengineering would would be helping with the issue at hand. Uh, so you would think that that wouldn't be a supporting of the oil companies by exposing that. Now, do you see what I'm saying by that, Dave? Yes, I do. Now, does that make sense that it would be positive for the oil companies to have geoengineering go on? Absolutely. So how does that make me a tool going up against geoengineering for the oil companies? It doesn't. All right. I'm just trying to figure that one out because that's what I'm accused of because I, I battle geoengineering and I talk about it. And, you know, apparently I'm a tool for the oil companies, which I don't get that. So I'm just trying to get to the end of that one. I think he just wanted to call you a tool. Yeah. He called, <laughs> he called me a tool twice in one sentence this past week. <laughs> So, just trying to find a way to slip it in there, I think. Yeah, that's all right. I like Brad. Uh, Believe it or not, I, I know Buzzy doesn't like Brad very much at all. I like him. I enjoy fighting with him. It's just part of the fun of listening to him. Mm-hmm. It's fighting with him. Yeah, I don't. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I, know. I don't do that at all. But Ugh. you can't stand it. Uh, so the Department of Defense paid 150 per gallon for alternative jet fuel made from algae more than 64 times the current market price for standard carbon-based fuels, according to a report released on Wednesday. Uh, so this is an issue that I see because, again, until it's made cheaper where we're not wasting money doing it, uh, it shouldn't be used in that kind of form. People who can afford to pay that not using uh, the public's money then go ahead and do it. You know, or um, um, Josh. Their whole, their whole, the design here is it's just like was it Solyndra? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they invested all this money, half a billion dollars, into that solar energy plant, and it failed. Right. You know, and it cost the American taxpayers a shitload of money, and and, and people, investors, actually made their money out of it. Um, so it makes big oil happy when that shit fails. So the same thing is going to happen with green. Uh, Oil is because it's going to fail, and it's designed for them to fail. It's, it's it, they they want it to be cost prohibitive um, to make because now now a this is the reason why we know it. Well, you know, Josh works for uh, my brother-in-law. He worked. You've met him at Salty's. He works for a uh, an algae farm in Fort Myers, and he I forget the pricing he was telling me, but it was a hell of a lot less than what we're paying right now. Um, with their method of doing it, they, they've developed this new method where they do it in bags. Um, and it's really neat to see. He showed me the website. I can't remember the name of the company to send you guys to it. But uh, he's been there for a couple months now, and uh, they're apparently doing some really big things. So I'm hoping to see it grow into into something usable. You know, I would like to be able to use that. I don't have a problem with it. As long as, you know, as we learned with uh, the biofuels we have now, you can't put them in boats because it'll destroy your boat motor. You know, so yeah, but uh, this bio, this green fuel, jet fuel, is basically just highly refined diesel. So you wouldn't be able to use it. Anyway. I could use it um, for my diesel, but it's got to be clear because, well, it's without getting all technical. You know, remember, was it two years ago? I started doing uh, biodiesel through my truck. Yeah, and you slugged it up. Yeah, I fucked it up. It cost me three grand. And I, I, of course, after I do all this work or spend all this money on it, I find out that my thing has an optical sensor and it you know biodiesel mucks it up well and that's what i mean though when i say biofuels um the corn 
cross the high you know the the you can't put that in boats the, the regular fuel that's got the corn ethanol right. in it it, well, you, you can't put it in vehicles that are designed for other – the newer vehicles like the E85 cars or the flex fuel cars, they have all that shit that's in there, the rubber stuff's in there, is designed for the ethanol eating away at the, the rubber. So it's it, it's newer technology. The newer stuff, it'll be okay with. But I understand what you're saying is – Well, because at our marina, they have they have some samples of, of uh, ethanol fuel they've taken out of some boats. What happens is the water separates out. And they have that sitting on the counter there, and it's unbelievable to see what it does, um, how it separates like it does. It's really crazy. Yeah, when I used to run the uh, the, the lawnmower stuff, because you know most lawnmower lawn equipment sits around for a while and then gets all gummed up. Of course, when you run a business, you run it every day. But I used to use this stuff called Startron, and it's on every lawn. It's in every lawnmower store, and over by me where I lived, there is a gate gas station, and anybody from the Jacksonville area knows what gate is, um, they sold uh, ethanol-free fuel. So I, that's what I, I, I used the additive, plus I used the ethanol-free fuel. It cost me more money, but, you know, my shit ran great, because I'm sick and tired of fucking pulling, pulling equipment apart and, you know, cleaning it out because the shit got gummed up. Well, couldn't you take off that sensor, or would that not make it run right? No, it's it's what it does. It just kind of eats away uh, it, over time. If you let it sit for a week, it eats away at the uh, the gaskets and the inside the fuel line. If you don't have updated stuff, well, so, which, something of note here um, with this hundred and fifty dollar fuel, uh, they went from paying three dollars a gallon to one hundred and fifty dollars a gallon. Yeah. <laughs> They pay two hundred dollars a gallon for diesel in, in in Iraq because it takes so much money. It, it's they take the oil from the the region, bring it over to the states, process it, and then bring it back, and they charge you all along the way. It's look, the defense budget is nothing but a fucking scam anyway. Get everything yeah. out of us they can. That's what they want to do. Exactly, we know that right. one. Yeah, you know what? You know where they're not doing that? Honduras. They even have leaded gas in, in South America. Did you see that our friend made it to uh, to uh, Costa Rica? Yeah, and he only got robbed once. Yeah, he got robbed that robbed at one of the board. Well, not robbed. But he had kind of had to bribe himself across a border. I wouldn't call that robbed. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that. I, I really expected him to get fucked up in Mexico, and he didn't. Nope. nope. I would. I would. I, I can't wait for him to to get back on the show and tell us about that trip. Yeah. If you search Kurt Haskell, I don't know his blog. He's been doing blogging. Uh, he blogged the whole trip out. Uh, just Google up Kurt or start page or whatever search engine you use uh, for Kurt Haskell, and and read his story of his travels. He there's some great pictures that that I saw come over the Facebook later. Um, so I'm really excited that he made it there, and I look forward to being able to go visit him one day. Hey, I got a question to ask you before the 10 o'clock guest comes on. What's that? At 11, will be well, I'll be probably unconscious. Speak, right. <laughs> um, what do you think about what's going on with Africa? Well, Coney didn't work, what, two years ago, three years ago to get us you know, into Africa? That's funny that you say that, because, you know, again, I've kind of been disconnected but i've been seeing some shit i'm like is this coney 2014 you know and it turned and then uh, didn't uh mrs obama uh say shit about these girls that got and you know this this shit happens all the time so why are they focused on this now and i I read into it and did you know that there is an uh an an, uh a bill going through congress right now called the electrify africa act no i did not know about that Google Electrify Africa Act of 
well, this one's 214. It made it through the House. I think it's going to go through the Senate. Um, they say it's not going to cost any money to us, but you know that. Here's what they're going to do is they want to loan them money so that they can create power plants. And this is exact. if anybody has access to, I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore, but look up Life and Debt. It's about what the American, uh, what America did and the IMF and the World Bank did to Jamaica. Um, starting I've, in, I've heard of that before, yeah. I forget the whole story, but I, I know I've heard that story before. So if you find out what the, how, what they do, um, well, actually, the economic hitman tells you that. This is from, uh, this is either Zeitgeist 1 or 2. Uh, that guy tells you that, you know, it's much more effective to go in there and loan them money, and then when they can't pay, they say, okay, well, you have to give us these resources. And a part of loaning them money is that you have to sell them the resources at, you know, rock-bottom prices. Well, that's uh, like what China's done with us. You know, that's why some uh, some of the ec- uh, economists are very concerned about the debt owed to China. Same type of thing. You know, uh, China, China's not going to do shit. China, we, we are currently, we are biggest, we're China's biggest consumer. Um, but it wouldn't be all that difficult to switch that out. Yeah. All they're going to do, all they're going to do is stop debasing their own currency, you know, because China, China, uh, ha, is a part of the whole banking system. If you look up the International Bank of Settlements, uh, let's just say Wikipedia, and you, you scroll down, I think there's at this point 60, 61 countries that are involved, and China's involved in it too. So they're debasing their currency just as much as the Federal Reserve is debasing our currency. Um, what, all they have to do is stop debasing the currency, right? And then, what happens is their people, the people, their the Chinese people, start to get richer because now their money is worth more. Their, their purchasing power it has high purchasing power. Well, that could happen here in America too if we'd stop, you know, doing the same things. This is true. So what happens is, is now, now China is building parts for its own people instead of exporting, you know, TVs and shit out. Now, now China is going to actually have enough money to support its own economy. You know, like buy local. Um, so this is why I think I, I don't. I can't figure out who we're going to go to war with. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Russia and China. But what's what's the African angle? Is this, is it just that there's so many so many more resources there that they're trying to get at? I've seen stick. I've seen images where you know Africa is next, and that's going back you know five six months. Um, well, it goes back to the formation of Africon, which was, you know, years and years and years ago, and they've been trying to figure out a way to move in there, because there is a lot of oil in there. There is a lot of minerals there also. Yeah. And it's the next step, and it's been a plan to get in there for a long, long time. Like I said, Coney didn't work. Uh, Coney 2012 it was, so it was, what, two years ago. They right. tried to use that stupid movie. This whole terrorist thing, you know, uh, Shannon Burke had a guy calling, and he was from... Um, that re- was it Nigeria is where this is going on with the girls. I think it was Nigeria where yeah, he was Nigeria. from there, and he said, you know, North Nigeria. There's a group that's totally different than the South. This is the civil war within this country, and you know, it's a sin that that young, uh, innocent girls have been caught in the crossfire. But that's you know, when you have things like that go on, that's what happens. It's like the Ukraine thing is more of a civil war in itself, you know. And, and we got twenty to thirty people there now. Uh, is the last thing I saw. They sent some special forces in uh, to try to help get these these twenty these two hundred three hundred girls back. Um, I know everybody seems to think that it's our duty and it's our responsibility, but 
Bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. I don't agree with that at all. That's, that's what happens is, is they get you involved emotionally right. to, go, to go send everybody over to do something. Meanwhile, there's nothing to do. There's shit like that happening all the time. Right. It's just when there's something we want, it becomes important. Right. Yeah. And it's being and, highlighted right now. Right. And then yeah. the, the president's wife gets on. So let's get our girls back. Bring our girls back. Well, she, she made this. I got nothing to do with those fucking people. Right. Well, she came. She came on apparently today. I came across on the Drudge reports, and she made a, a statement very similar to Obama's statement about uh, um, uh, Trayvon. And she said, uh, "You know, when I see these girls, I right. th- they could be just like my daughters, or some, or, you know, something along those lines." Uh, and this is trying to. Uh, um, yeah. To produce an emotional response, you know. You know what army's not going over to fucking Africa? Honduras. I don't even know if Honduras has an army. <laughs> I don't think it does. I really <laughs> don't they, think it does. If they do, it's probably not very good. They probably <laughs> do not have enough to get to Florida. You know. Right. I I, I definitely would have to agree with you on that one. Uh, so uh, yeah, I was looking at where Haskell is. And uh, it's really pretty. Like he's on the Pacific side, which is the only downside. Cause I like the Gulf, but I hear the Pacific's very nice, also. So check him out. Uh, oh, did I answer your question though about the the uh, African thing? Yes, he did. Sorry, oh. I had to mute myself because I coughed my head off. Dave's all sick on us again. I haven't been sick for a long time. <laughs> oh, Why'd you say again? Like it know. happens all right. the time. I don't know why. He's just mad because I haven't been on. You know, a lot this year. No, no, yeah. it's actually been a very strange year so far. I got shit to do. So do you? Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, we've been busy this year. Well, a lot All of, of crazy things going on. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, but some of mine have been because I've been social. You know, yeah. But here I, here, look, here's dedication. Here I'm in fucking Vermont. Yeah, sick with uh, a crappy headphone on. And I, I do the show. <laughs> we Too feel cool. we feel your love. Thanks, Dave. Well, I only kind of did it because I knew my friend wasn't going to be here. You know, I don't know. I don't think next weekend I'll be able to do it. Um, I still haven't figured out. I might leave Friday. I might leave Monday. Who the fuck knows? I don't what, know. What, to come back here? Yeah. Well, you got you got a couple of days of traveling back. Cause like you said, you're stopping at the castles. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go from the Bronx to Long Island. The Bronx, Queens, and the Isle of Stat. Anyway, I'm going to go... I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna be social one day in New York, <laughs> hang out a little bit, and then split from there. Run, run, run! Right. I, actually, you know what? You you fucked up. I I kind of enjoyed the drive. Like I don't mind driving a long distance. You know, I did two nine-hour days, nine and a half-hour days. I I, en- I enjoy driving long distance too. I just couldn't. I don't do it. I mean, I don't the enjoy doing it by was myself. Pretty pleasant. Yeah, the way back was nice. Way back right. was nice too. Just long. And you guys, you know, you, you have a kid, and actually, you know, it's the two of you. Me, I, I, I grabbed a CD out of the, at a Suburban, right? And I have all these, I'll show you right here, I have unlabeled CDs. Like, I, I get drunk and make CDs and put them in my car. <laughs> and then don't label them. Right, don't label Well, that's, that's the whole point is I'll pull it out and then put it in and be like, oh, what's on this one? And, and I actually picked a good one. I'm driving up there, I'm singing, I'm having a great time. And again, I'm the only one there, so it didn't matter if I sang. Um, it didn't matter. Nobody was bitching about my music. It was actually pretty good. And I only stopped just to get gas. I would pull off the, you know, 95, get gas, and jump right back on. Right. 
All right, let's uh, let's take our break yeah. here. So I'm waiting for uh, Scott to get on the Skype later there, and uh, we're going to take off into a break. First break of the first fifty-two on Saturday night. Uh, when we get back, hopefully we'll have uh, Scott Rickard ready to go. If not, we'll have him on very shortly thereafter. So we'll be back with you guys in a couple minutes. It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum cum trail... (laughs) (laughs) I've got lesbians, and he's got cum trail. Okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio show. What I think is they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. (laughs) I I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52.
What's up, Reds Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne, in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RedsRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news. And um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music. For knowledge, I've been looking for peace But when I find truth, I seem lost in these beats These government spies keep telling us lies Trying to suppress the truth and cover our eyes Mind over mind, I looked at the system and made that divide Now I am the God, guided by others from the path of the sheep Running with wolves, now let this will speak Thank God it's all trapped, and that is a fact they know what we're doing with a touchscreen of map. They poison our food that we feed to a seeds, destroying the world all over greed. They take what we need and then they sell it all back. Cause they cause all these droughts and the prices get jacked. But then they say, go ahead and buy the new hat. It's control at its worst, but we let them do that. Can someone please tell me why I waited so long? Searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away Take me away from it all Can someone please tell me why I waited so long I've been searching for this feeling too long all that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all They poison the water for poison and lights They poison your child, they poison your wife They poison your parents, they poison your friends This shit is real, no need to pretend Infect us with drugs that never get tested We are the trial Easy selection, they put out a stand and we there the next day. Genetics is gone and they wanna play. This lazy the matrix, but one at a time. We open up eyes and drop in these guys who condition our kids to be part of this system. So I'm sending this out. I hope they can listen. Knowledge is power, no matter the place. You the mass genocide, but they claim it is safe all over the globe. Be the case with a punch of a button, they have you away. Can someone please tell me why I waited so long? I've been searching for this feeling too long. All that I know is I'm looking for true love, I can't song. I need you to take me away, 
listening to the first 52 with Sean Rass on Rass Radio. Believe almost all of what you hear, but be skeptical. <laughs> and Is I that can't... less insulting? Somewhat less insulting. So, somewhat less insulting. Yeah, yeah. we'll use it. All right, guys, welcome to the second hour of the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Here we are, ready to rock some more, talk some stuff, see what's out there to talk about. Uh, we're still waiting for uh, uh, Scott Richard to get on the uh, on the good old Skype-a-later there. Rickard. Rickard. Why do I keep saying Richard? I don't know. Rickard. Rickard. I have no Rickard. idea. Maybe that's why he's not on the Skype. You heard me mispronounce his name. No. <laughs> A million times. Yeah. Well, Saturday nights, you know, it's hard to lock people down. Hopefully, uh, we'll see him pop on here soon, and uh, we'll get bringing him on board with us. Because I am really excited to talk to him. So I hope that we uh, we've been trying to get this together for a couple of months now. So we hope to talk to Scott soon. Otherwise, Dave and I definitely have things that we can talk about. I got something here that'll uh, grab Lexi's attention too that we can go over. So. Uh, we got more than enough to talk about, guys, until we find him. And uh, even if we don't get him tonight, we will bring him back again another time. Because, uh, again, I do want to talk to this gentleman. Uh, he did a great interview with Jack Blood, so I really, really want to talk to him. So what were you going to say there, Dave? I don't think I was going to say anything. No, I thought I heard you while I was uh, flapping away there. I did get a... Uh, where did that go? I got a... a a message from uh, remember Susan Pozel we had on a couple weeks ago. I do. She sent me a message uh, earlier today saying, "Hey, check this article out. They're they're blocking it on uh, on Facebook." So it was right before the show started, so I haven't had a chance to really read the article yet. Uh, it's one of hers. Uh, CNN I report turns Google Glasswearers into citizen journalists is the headline of this story. <clears throat> so we're going to read this together and see if we can see what she's talking about here. Because, again, like I said, I could not imagine wearing that. I've got a picture of some chick with Google Glass on. Do you think you'd ever use those, Dave? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Uh, why? Because I like technology. I'm not afraid of the of the nefarious uses for it. I want to use it for good. Well, yeah, you want to use it for good, but it can be reverse used on you for evil. Yeah. You got yeah. You got to stop worrying about if it can be used for evil, and if you, you got to you got to look look out for yourself and think to yourself, oh, I could use this, I could use it to protect myself. You know, wear it while I'm getting pulled over, or you know, take video if something happened. You know, down the street, or you know, driving up here, I could have you know, taken video of well. Of all the fucking cops I saw. <laughs> uh, you know, I do agree with you. Cause I, I, well before Google Glass was even thought about, uh, you know, there was times I was like, man, I wish I could just take a picture of exactly what I'm looking at. So I understand what you mean by that. But I, I do, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Well, here's the deal. See, part of the problem... Tell me the deal, Dave. Google Glass is you're like, okay, Google, do this, right? Right. And then it goes back to Google, the servers, and then figures out what you want and then tells the glasses what to do. What you could do is you can create your own word association thing and have, and not, and that, you keep it local to your head or to your device. Not something that goes on the internet and, and figures out what's going on. You, I could actually create, and I've actually thought about this. I, I have the skill set. I have the technology. I mean, I have the, the parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to make. I was going to totally automate my my apartment. Um, 
So like a, you're basically like a, like your own little cloud that you wear on your hip or something, and that's where it re- references to. It doesn't re- well, basically, reference anything what I, else. What I figured, I was, it's going to be like Star Trek. You know, you, you know how they touch the... Um, yeah. Right. And then what that does, that just wakes the computer up. And then I was going to have microphones all in my house and be like, uh, computer, you know, shut off TV. Boom. Computer. And I, and I right. Um, and I would have it shut off the TV using infrared. That uh, reminds me of the Star Trek when they traveled back in time to get the whale, and he's like talking to the mouse. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I, I only saw that one once because yeah. that was that was the the worst one. All right. So anyway, I got off topic. Let me let me get the story written here. Rid here. Rid. Yes. Rid. In. So don't be afraid of the technology. All right. Let's see what she's got to say here. So CNN has become the first news agency to integrate Google Glass stream stream reporting to their breaking newsroom through the iReport platform for wearable technology. This citizen journalism portal called iReport allows Google Glass wearers to be assigned journalistic tasks such as bringing news to CNN of firsthand real-time incidents with photos, videos, and interviews iReport gives average people the chance to contribute to stories on CNN's news website. Three years ago, an estimated one million individuals registered to be part of iReport. The uh, the addition the addition of the use of Google Glass aids a, an element of expansion to CNN's programming. The iReport portal has been tested for its acceptance among U.S. audiences and is currently not an international program. Uh, Katie Hawken Gear, editor for iReport, explained, From an iReport standpoint, making it easier for people to upload iReports and share stories with CNN is a key for us. The Google Glass function is part of that. We're also focused on better integration with social networks like Instagram, where countless people are sharing amazing images and stories every day. Um, Lambanda Labs. Lam- Lambda. Lambda Labs. Like Lambda, 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 Revenge of the Nerds. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My IT guy was supposed to eliminate all these pop-ups on me, and they still keep popping up in front of me constantly. <laughs> yeah, what you should do hire is hire a new IT guy, I guess. Sir, yeah, hire him. <laughs> uh, Lambda, Lambda Labs are developing a facial recognition app for Google Glass users. The success of the beta test in 2012 brought together an international invitation for a common goal to create a biometric control that would become a trendy addition to Google Glass. The app will remember your friend's face, find your friend in a crowd, match interesting potential persons for networking purposes, highlight intelligence contacts, and more. Uh, Steve Lee, Director of Production Management for Google Glass, claims, We've constantly said that we won't add new face new face recognition features to our service unless we have strong privacy protection in place. I'm sure Google's all concerned about your protection. Bullshit. <laughs> However, Google Glass is expected to be fitted with technology that will allow the user to take a picture of a person and use the biometric information to collect personal data on them nearly instantaneously. While the app has yet to manifest, manifest users of Google Plus are subject to facial recognition software online. Uh, using a platform created for doctors running to monitor patients remotely, the MedRef for Glass app gives the user access to instant information. <clears throat> so, uh, again, I have, that's one of the things I have an issue with, is the facial recognition, you know, 
I, I, I can walk up to you, and by the time I've started addressing you, I can know everything about you. Do you know one of the things that really creeped me out one time when I was over at Shifty's house? Aside from seeing Shifty with no shirt on? I was going to say Shifty. <laughs> <laughs> that would freak me out. What is with um, that, anyway? <laughs> whatever, he's comfortable. Uh, wish I was that comfortable with myself. Right. Anyway, um, his wife was fucking around with the Xbox in the living room, right? We were in the kitchen area messing with something. And the eye and followed you? No, no, no. What, hap- what ha- happened was... What ha- happened? What happened was she was trying to watch something through the Xbox, you know, I forget what it was, Netflix or whatever, and Shifty walks in the room and identifies him and says, hello, whatever his screen name is. You know, it's not Shifty. Right. But hello, screen name. And I'm like, wow. He just walked into view. Yep. And recognized him and said hello. Yeah. That, I was like, that's fucked up. Burn that fucking thing. That's one of the issues I have with the PS4, the new PlayStation. You know, I have a PlayStation 3, but I don't have the eye, you know, the the move or whatever the hell it's called. Um, And I won't get that. I don't want that. Um, so that's like one of the because I think the PlayStation Four you have to have it no matter what. I don't think you can eliminate it. Yeah, well, if you need if you want need to start. Um... Oh, don't do that! Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Um, if you need to play games, just build yourself. You know, spend the money build build yourself a PC based game and then you can play any game oh, I like my PS3 and, 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 and you, I understand but it's actually better in the long run because it's, it's much more configurable and you can do more shit with it you know do more shit with it so I don't see anything in that article I just read because I read the whole article that would uh, make it something they Facebook would ban so I don't know why they're, they're giving her an issue with posting that unless it's just know. her website in general well you know the, uh, a lot of the liberty loving people over the past month, I've had their YouTube slash Facebook pages taken down. Yeah, we were talking about that, you and I, last week, I think. Yeah, Stefan Molyneux, all, all these people, you know, that are, and, and they're nonviolent. I don't understand why they're taking them down, you know. They don't want that information out there, my friend. It's fucked up. It's really fucked up, and nobody realizes it, you know. Nobody fucking sees it, except for us. And then we're, we're called fucking Well, we're crazy, crazy if we see it, you know. Right. <laughs> What's that look for, honey? Hmm? What does that look for? No, no look. No look? That was kind of a look you gave. No. I'm actually comfortable today. Yeah, I'm uh. not. I'm in, the, I'm in the shitty fucking office chair. <laughs> yeah, I reorgan. I re- redid my mic so it's different. I can actually get my arm to reach a little further so I can actually sit comfortably. It's a nice change. Nice. Yeah, I must say. All right, so uh, we during the break, Dave, you and I were going back and forth about this... Uh, Lawless activities of Obama's list that's floating around. We were trying to determine if we had the same one. Uh, you found yours at a free talk, excuse me, at free talk live. There's a yawn in your guys' ear. Um, and I found mine at a, at a Daily Caller. Uh, number one on my list over here is Obama implement, implemented portions of the Dream Act by executive order. That would be the first one I'm looking at. I don't know what. That's not what I got. Okay. Because I know I have another list that was put out. Let me see if it matches this list, which I did with uh, Shannon Burke the other day on his show. Uh, That was the 10 examples of how Big Brother is steadily creeping into our daily lives. Have you seen that one? 
creeping. Yeah, creeping. Uh, they're not creeping in. Well, they're steadily they're, creeping. They're, they're gangbusters. They're fucking. They're trying to. Oh my god! Coming home from Rob's house last month. Right. <clears throat> I went through four red light cameras in succession. Right, one after the other. It was three. It was three on the main road that I made a right to go towards the uh, Suncoast Parkway, and the next light. It's not like, it's not like, it was seven lights and four of them had red light cameras. It was four lights in a row that had red light cameras. Damn. Not, not, not four red lights that I stopped at, but four intersections in a row. That had fucking red light cameras. So and what is, not all that big. What I'm curious about is what is the timing on those? Because I looked up in our area because you can look up and see where they are, you know, in your town. Mm-hmm. Do we have any? And oh, yeah, you said we do have two. No, we have two in Port Charlotte yeah, not that either. are off on remote roads. It's They're in weird places, and there's, there's none in our town. But w- yeah. what's the timing on that? Like, if you're, you know, the light's yellow and you go through, and just as you're coming through the intersection, it turns red. I mean, well, what's are ha- what you ha- getting a ticket for that? What, what, ha- happen- what happens is is that um, it'll take a picture of anything. The, the camera is not a smart camera. There's a video camera rolling, and there is a, um, a sensor-driven um, flash camera that's rolling. Well, that's on. And what happens is that that uh, all that information gets sent to a cop in your ju- local jurisdiction. And he just spends eight hours a day looking through these fucking things to see if, yes, this person ran. Oh, I know that guy. I'm not going to give him a ticket. That's a cop. We have to, you know, dismiss that. Blah, blah, blah. So he's the guy, you know, the, there's this one guy who, you know, went through training to become, you know, law enforcement who's now sitting at the fucking computer screen. Oh, it's got to be a bitch of a job. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw, but Jenny just posted a picture. They're at the United We Stand Fest in California. They're doing the festival jamit today. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just posted a picture of Lee Camp, so they got to see Lee Camp live. So I'm sure they're enjoying oh, that Oh, that's one. awesome. Yeah. So I saw Lee Camp at Anarchy in NYC just hanging out. And uh, Cynthia was talking to him. He's just hanging out. I, I'm not a big fan of Lee Camp. I like his com- Well, I don't agree with all his policies. I think he's a great, good comedian, though. Um, by far, yeah, he he's pretty good at it. But. I don't agree with all of his belief patterns, though. He is kind of a little more progressive for me than uh, right, he's, I. Like. He's a fucking socialist. <clears throat> well, I don't know if I go that far, Dave. Wants, wants me to pay for his ills or somebody else's ills. So, on your list, what's the first thing uh, that Obama's done illegally or that it warrants being? All right. Uh, uh, what I have here is the complete list of Barack Obama's scandals, misdeeds, crimes, and blunders. And there are a lot of them. Six trillion in new debt under Obama after he promised to decrease the deficit. Obamacare, I don't even have to read the whole fucking line. Yeah, we, all, yeah, we know about that. <laughs> in both 2008 and 2012 presidential elections, the Obama campaign purposely disabled the credit card verification system for its website donation, allowing anyone from a foreign country to donate with no limit and no proof of identity. In both elections, it was demonstrated that people overseas and people with obvious false identities were able to donate to the Obama campaign. Mm-hmm. In direct violation, the uh, fucking Michael's kicking in. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> and, and well, I also have this, you know, cough medicine here. This Merlot cough medicine. <laughs> Good cough medicine. <laughs> I haven't coughed actually in the last twenty minutes. <laughs> to this day, it's not known. The antioxidants. Yeah, for it. <laughs> You know, red wine makes my poop green, which... Uh, I really didn't want to know that. Right. I, I, I could have went without that, too. Yeah, yeah, I could have wow. definitely gone without that. 
So while I'm on this campaign donation thing, did you know that they what they just recently did? No, what they just recently did. They recently did. They allowed Bitcoin to be donated to political campaigns. Well, that's good. Well, yes and no. Why? What's What's the best part about uh, Bitcoin? I didn't know there was a best part about Bitcoin. I'm not a big fan of Bitcoin, Dave. You know that. It's anonymity. Anonymity. It's Dave's favorite part. So what are you? It's according to Dave's best part. So what are you saying <laughs> that that you have anonymity now? If you accept Bitcoin, you don't. You could be anybody. No, a foreign the donor is anonymous. You could be a foreign government. You could be Bitcoin. a foreign government. You could be a Koch brother. You could be anybody, and you could donate as much as you want. Blah blah blah. Well, blah. you have a point there, Dave. Yeah, that could be a problem. Could 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 yep. be a problem. Well, it's a double. Well, it will be a problem. Well, I was, I was, that's what I was just going to say, Dave. You know, you're you're pushing Bitcoin. You're you're you 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 like Bitcoin uh, because of that reason, and and you want it to be able to be used as a form of currency. Well, if it's a form of currency, then you should be allowed to use it for donation money, shouldn't you? Well, I don't think you should be able to donate uh, fractional reserve notes or you know Federal Reserve notes. Uh, uh, to, I think I think. The presidential campaigns or the, the political campaign should be self-funded from the government. I don't think anybody should be allowed to. Because then you, you, what you're doing is you're buying influence. Well, wait. Why would it be self-funded from the government? Why would the government be funding Because there, there are places around the globe that the, the, you, you, the candidate gets X amount of dollars to spend on advertisement. And also, they, they, because they're in charge of the, uh, the airwaves, the public airwaves, they tell the, the, uh, the people that you have to run these ads at these times at, at no cost to, to anybody. So there are ways to get this done, but you know, here in this country, you're buying influence. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know where they don't do that? Where Honduras? No, no, I don't think anywhere on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing with donations from the people, though, and, and the reasoning behind that, and I kind of agree with it to a degree, as long as it's, um, again, no, it doesn't have to be regulated. How do we track who's giving it? Uh, you know, we don't want large corporations. So it shouldn't be, corporations shouldn't be allowed, and I think that they're not. You know, it's, it's a very complicated thing they do. But my thing would be, uh, I donate to the person I want to see win because I want to make sure they have the money. You know, and that's the whole point wait, of that. Wait, wait, wait. I thought that's what voting was for. Well, we know that voting is part of that. But how do you educate other people of the person you want to win unless they can get out there and, and show it? You go donate your time. You don't fucking. You don't have to pay. You shouldn't have to pay for it. I mean, <coughs> excuse me. This pay for play shit is is you know is one of the, one of the roots of the issue of the the, the ills of this society. Mm -hmm. You know, with the pay to play thing. You think? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, you know, everywhere on the planet, I, I can't. I, there's not a single single country I can think of where there's not some sort of. Money in politics. Honduras, you know what? I remember Honduras is just a code word for you know, getting out of the country. Yeah, I know. getting out of the country. Yeah. All right. So you got through a couple. You're on your list now. This one here, I have is 76 of them. Uh, they don't have all 76 listed, but you can if you go to Scribe or go to uh, the first52.com, RazRadioLive.com. Uh, the article's up there with a link to the Scribe, which is the full report. It's like an eight chapter report he wrote. Uh, this is by Ted Cruz. And this is what Cruz details of the 76 specific actions over eight chapters. We've listed eight of them as chronicalized by Cruz below. Uh, Obama implemented portions of the DREAM Act by executive action. 
uh, ended some terror asylum restrictions, uh, recognized same-sex marriage in Utah despite a Supreme Court despite a Supreme Court stay on a court order allowing the institution, uh, illegally revealed the existence of sealed indictments in the Benghazi investigation, illegally delayed Obamacare verifications of eligibility for health care subsidies, ordered Boeing to fire a 1,000 employees in South Carolina and shut down a new factory because it was non-union, terminated the pension of 20,000 non-union Delphi employees in the GM bankruptcy, Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Are there links to any of this, or is this just Ted Cruz speaking extemporaneously and trying to? Because that's not. Because you know, I'm Ted, just reading what he wrote. Yeah, yeah. I'm not buying half of this shit. What do you mean you're not buying half of this shit? Uh, it can all be, ju- you know, whether it's no, can be confirmed no, or not. No, it can't be. Ver- some of the shit you said can't be verified. Like Obama doesn't have the power to. Open or close, you know, like or let Benghazi stuff out. That's 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 other people. Obama, see, here's the thing, and, and it bothers me every fucking week uh, that we talk about it. Is everybody thinks Obama's got this power? He does not. You well, know, it's I know he doesn't have this power. Right, he doesn't have the power. They think he's got the power to do stuff. But what they're what are you saying? He's not saying he revealed what was in the indictments. He just revealed that there is an existence of these sealed indictments. I guess. Cruz feels that that's uh, improper, or maybe it is improper. I don't really know well, the, the, well, the specifications. Should, should, wait a minute, shouldn't we know what happened? Well, I, of course we should do, know. Do you see, do you see what, what, what's going? What, what Cruz is doing here? He's saying he, you know, if it was true, he's saying that well, he let some shit out. So I bet you, I bet you, fucking Cruz is not like Snowden. No, that's positive. I'm sure he doesn't. You'd have to look that one up and see. I don't, I don't know that for sure. I don't, I don't like, I don't like Ted Cruz anyway. I, well, I don't like anybody in politics. Yeah, I don't like anybody in politics. Let me get to the eighth one here, because the eighth one I think you'll appreciate. Uh, and I think we're going to start seeing this happening. I, I, it already has happened, but I think we'll see it more. Uh, government agencies are engaging in Operation Choke Point, where the government, government oh, asks banks to choke off access to financial services for customers engaging in conduct the administration does not like. Of course, he has to point out ammunition sales, but we know what happened last week with the uh, porn stars. Right. So that's a. I think that's a big deal. I think. Well, well, here's the deal. Everybody should get their money out of fucking regular banks anyway and put it in local credit unions. I agree. Right? And I've been saying this for fucking years. You, if you put, if you got your money in the big banks, you're part of the problem because you know every dollar that you give them, they they loan out nine that that nine times. Which conversely, if you you know flip it around, every dollar you take out of them, you take nine times the power away from them. Yeah, well, and that's a that's a big problem too because, like, I was talking to somebody today. Um, you know, uh, credit unions don't deal in derivatives either. No, well, they're much safer because it's again, it's a community oriented bank, and you know, they're not. The, the shitty thing is that if you're part of a credit union, you got to actually make sure you're part of one that has a nationwide ATM policy, you know, shared banking, whatever. Um, but even even the feds are coming down on them. Um, but it's better than, than putting your money in fucking Bank of America or, you know, what, uh, all these other fucking places that, that, that you know, the, the, the CEOs make millions of dollars. And, um, you know, same shit is happening again. The writing is on the wall and no one can see it. And that's the funny thing is I hear the news and they're talking about, oh, the, the, the Dow is up and the stock market's the highest it's ever been in, you know, in year or forever and all this other shit. But meanwhile... You know, all these radio shacks closing stores, um, 
what, what, who was closing stores this week? Um, I just saw somebody closing. Yeah, um, Office Depot was closing seven hundred stores, some shit like that. Yeah, fucking Walmart, just, Walmart and the internet. Well, if Walmart starts closing stores, that's that's what you got. But the dollar store is closing fourteen hundred stores or some shit like that. Yeah, we just had one open up here. Just built a brand new one right up the road from us. Right, but the dollar store. Yeah. You know, <laughs> closing the stores. Dollar store is closing stores. I can understand Radio Shack because nobody's really going to them for the, the things that we used to go to them for twenty five years ago. You know, now everybody's got batteries and stuff, and nobody's yeah. you know, nobody's. Fixing their own electronics and just buying new ones. Um, yeah, that's the big thing. Just buy, don't fix. I love radio. I used to love. I still love Radio Shack, but I used to love Radio Shack when I was a kid. One of my favorite places to go. There's yeah, always something neat. I I I, I lose the love. I, I I can't tell you how many science projects I got out of that place. Anyway, so the writing's on the wall. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, housing starts are worse last month than they were in two thousand seven. Lexi's been watching this at work, and she's been saying for months now that she can see a lot of the same, uh, same things that she saw going into the crash. Right. So what does that tell you? Well, the crash is coming. Excuse me, guys. Sorry. Right. So, you know, uh, they, they say that the, um, the unemployment rate is down to an all-time low again. But, you know, if you know how they actually figure out the unemployment rate, it's who's on the unemployment roll. Now, I was on unemployment for a year and a half. Right. So I'm technically considered employed. Right. I'm no longer unemployed. Right, but you're on disability. Right, because you're not getting this. Because you're not on unemployment anymore, you're employed as far as they consider. Even before I got the disability, I was still considered employed because, or I was still considered not unemployed. Because of the way they do the books, the, the, the government is. Oh, they cook those numbers so much; it's right. not even funny. The government is the king of cooking books. All right, you get the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, right? Um, which doesn't include housing or food or energy. So wait a minute: the three <laughs> things that 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 humans need the most. Housing, energy, and food, they don't even consider as a cost in the consumer price index. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's the main thing. That's where most of our money goes. It's like pants and TV sets. (laughs) 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 Uh, It's it's ridiculous. Well, it's the way they do it, to to keep the numbers the way they want them. It's just like you were talking about with unemployment. You know, unemployment numbers are dropping, but people who worked one job making $80,000 a year might be working two jobs now. You know, to make them to make it reach, to make it work. Right, right. Now he might be he might be working two jobs and still not making the amount of money he was making at one job six seven years ago. Right. So he so he's underemployed. Which so means go. which means our our economy continues to go down because he's not spending extra money. He's just spending what he has to spend. Right, right, right. See, here's the deal. Any economist in this country will tell you that, and and, and the economists will um, argue. You know, they got the Keynesian economists. You got the. Uh, What's the other one? Aust, 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 Austrian School Austrian, of Economics. Yeah, thank you. So you got these two diverse, you know, different diametrically opposed ec- economic schools of thought, um, but they'll all continue. They'll all agree that we are a seventy percent uh, consumer-driven economy. In other words, seventy percent of the economy comes from people spending money. And what happens when people don't spend money? The economy goes down. Exactly. Right. Well, you know, it's, again, we know it's just a game that they're playing, so. I don't know. Do you want to do you want to go over the uh, 
the ten examples of how uh, Big Brother's creeping into America? I did this with Shannon Burke the other day. It's kind of interesting list. I think you'll like it. It's from uh, End of the American Dream. Okay. Those, those guys did it. They always do some good stuff. Um, number one, uh, this can take us back to Hastings a little bit. Our car cars are rapidly being transformed into high-tech Big Brother surveillance devices. In fact, a push is being made to require all new vehicles to include very sophisticated black box recording devices. Do you agree or disagree, Dave? Well, see, currently, the black box devices are not transmitting any data. It's just recording stuff. So, uh, you could actually protect that. For now. If you're, if you're smart enough, right? Right, right for, now for now you can. Now, one thing we're begging for and can't wait for is for Internet Radio to hit the dashboard. Uh, once that happens, uh, it'd be very easy for that to be transmittable. Exactly. So you don't want internet, you know, tied into your car for a plethora of reasons. You want it, you know, you, I, I, you attach via Bluetooth to your cell phone or whatever it happens to be. That's the way, so that you're in control. But you know, ten years from now, that's that's not going to be the case. Well, you know, even now, if you think about it, um, you know, we have satellite radio. Who's to say that the satellite receiver transmitter on your car? Uh, couldn't be tied into that and just be sent to another location or embedded it within the, the satellite transmission for the radio. No, it's only one direction. can't be two directions. And that's because the, um, you need a focused antenna to beam it back up. You know, it's, it's just a receiver, not actually a, uh, uh, a transmitter. Uh, not actually a transmitter. Yeah. I, I, uh, I've got the incoming call from uh, a Mr. Rickard here. All right, good. I'm I'm gonna take a break because uh, I'm tired of talking. All right, nice. All right, no problem. Hey, Scott, how you doing there? Do I have you there? Oh, I did it again. Well, sandwiches. Sorry, uh, Scott. I had the wrong channel up there. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Sean, is this Sean? Yes, it is Sean. Nice to meet you. Um, hey, so sorry, Sean. I had, uh, too many meatball sandwiches. Dozed off after dinner, and uh, my daughter fortunately started playing the guitar and woke me up. So uh, no problem at all. I figured something had gone down. I mean, it's hard to lock people on Saturday nights to get them to, to you know to. Uh, I was looking forward to it, to be honest with you. I just uh, I think I had too many meatball sandwiches, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you a little bit about myself first, Scott. Uh, first of all, you'll hear some other voices. Um, my wife Lexi is off to my right here, and I have a, a co-host. He's muted right now. Are you update. Uh, my co-host uh, Dave Cunningham, he's uh, sits on with us via Skype and Mumble. Um, he's actually in Vermont right now, traveling. He's he's from this region also. Okay. Uh, um, what, basically, what with me, uh, you know, as we went back and forth on the uh, Facebook there, uh, I grew up in the radio business. My father was a DJ in Philadelphia. I never thought I would actually get into the radio business. Uh, and a few years ago, when I started paying attention to to everything going on in the world and listening to, you know, like everybody has started with Alex Jones. Um, and I kept saying, you know, I'm going to do my own radio show. So then I started working with uh, uh, Radio I.O., which is a part of uh, the Bubble Love Sponge radio network. Um, and they finally got me convinced to start doing something. And then I've been doing this now for about two years. Um, I do it for therapy, kind of, to, to, to help me get this stuff off my chest. Uh, and and because I like to talk to people and, and inform people about things, um, I'm a maintenance guy for an apartment complex. I was a chef for a long time and a restaurant manager, so I not like I have any kind of special experience to to be qualified to talk about this stuff. But it just really got to me and and made me want to talk about it. 
Um, so I just wanted you to know who you were talking to a little bit, because like I said, we've gone back and forth here and there. Um, right. And, you know, why don't you inform our listeners, bring our listeners up to speed. I mean, I, I read a quick brief thing about you um, and what you were or what you've done, but okay. out of your own voice, out of your own self, tell us, you know, about your history a little bit. Well, a lot like you, you know, I was, uh, you know, I grew up, uh, my father traveled around quite a bit and, uh, I was a military brat and I ended up joining the service as a young kid, uh, 17 years old, uh, studied Arabic and Korean, uh, was a intelligence, uh, um, collector for the, uh, government until, uh, just around the, uh, the late 80s and then left and came down to work for, uh, NASA and worked on a bunch of different pieces of equipment, um, uh, for the, uh, Eastern Space Missile Command. They started basically consulting around the world, but uh, I had the same experience that you had, where you know I was coming across these things, and you didn't really have anybody to to talk to about it, and uh, certainly anybody that would would uh, would listen, uh, you know, would be just a deck of between me and the uh, small group of people, and I didn't have the ambition to do a radio show. I don't think it was quite that easy at the time. Um, I'd say. Uh, started to really realize it uh, in the late 80s and the early 90s uh, and shared it with people that, you know, would listen. Um, certainly most people were too uh, uh, visibly uh, ignorant to, uh, to even care, unfortunately. Right, yeah. And then, uh, um, you know, fortunately, I'd say probably in the last, um, I'm going to say five to seven years, you know, with the advent of uh, social networking and um, and sort of uh, blogging and those kinds of spaces, you know, we've had the ability to you know sort of expand our echo chamber, uh, even though it's a small minority. You know, or uh, even I know all of our audiences are 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 not massive. You know, Alex Jones has a pretty uh, massive audience. Right. Uh, not. Uh, um, I'm not too sure that uh, that he's always on point. Um, but he certainly does uh, um, expose quite a few things. He's kind of like the uh, the Ron Paul of uh, of the uh, um, conspiracy I, world. We'll say we can say conspiracy world yeah. or the dissident world. Or I look at him you know. as a really good starting point. Like like I think that's what you're referencing when you say the Ron Paul of it. Uh, yeah, that's be yeah, Ron Paul is a good starting point for politics for young people right now because he's the closest thing you can get to um, uh, anything sensible. Um, and then at the same time, you know, he's got some issues. You know, he's definitely from Texas, and Texas <laughs> has been uh, running the country for quite a while with the oil men. Um, he's got a son who's just out of control. Uh, you know, he passed off a lot of his followers to his son, and a lot of the other followers got passed off to the uh, the Libertarian Party candidate, who was uh, Johnson, who wasn't really worth much either. So, you know, and he kind of took people to the water twice and wouldn't let them drink when he ran for uh, office. You know, he had an opportunity to raise uh, almost $60 million in public funding had he just followed through with what he was doing. So it turned out to be more of a, like, flypaper for dissidents, you know, an easy way to uh, identify, you know, who was, uh, who in the country uh, wasn't on the left or the right. Yeah, so. I got really excited with Ron Paul. I was, you know, one of the guys out there doing the, the sign waves and, and donating the money, and this was just as I was really getting into doing this uh, when he was going through with the with his election run there the last time. I didn't even know who he was. You know, I was a, a real hardcore Republican, uh, you know, Bush lover and everything up until probably about uh, 08. Um, you, are, you sound like you're in an AA class now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right? 
I, I was really, you know, my name I'm is like Sean. Sean, I was a hardcore Republican. <laughs> yeah, I really was. I was really. I was, Hello, Sean. <laughs> Hello, Sean. <laughs> I actually thought Obama was going to help us, too. Uh, well, Obama's actually what pushed me to, you know, kind of, I know everybody says, oh, that's racist, saying Obama's the reason you woke up and found that, you know, started researching. But, hey, I'd have to say, Obama was really a push for me because I, you know, I honestly thought that that guy would, you know, not be as, as horrific as he was. Oh, he's been horrible. We were just going over some, some of his uh, horrible things that he's been doing. Oh, good. Uh, I'm glad I missed the first half of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Well, it was filler. That was all. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Um, so uh, my father always comes back at me. Uh, he goes, you know, we had conspiracies back in the day. Now, you said it was you know, late 80s, early 90s um, when you started picking up on things and what what were some of the first things that I, I hate to say awoken you, but it sounds like that's about when it started for you, which has to be weird being on the inside. Um, well, we saw guys like Ollie North who were just lying through their teeth at the agency, uh, and uh, and also you had um, you know it was pretty obvious to most of the people at the agency that that um, at the National Security Agency that that everybody knew for a fact that Iran Contra was just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, these weren't uh, uh, these were were no uh, revelations to us that that the president was lying and he said he wasn't aware. Uh, obviously. Um, uh, H.W. Uh, Bush knew everything about it. I mean, H.W. Bush was the architect of, uh, of the entire operations in Nicaragua and in, um, Iran, you know, the Iran-Iraq war, as well as, uh, um, the war against the Russians in Afghanistan. All of those things were going on, uh, during the, uh, the 80s. And these, uh, these weren't going on covertly under, under the, uh, underneath the noses of the, the, the head of the CIA. I mean, this is, H.W. Bush was, uh, he was like Putin, you know, he was, uh, he was well aware of what was going on in his country. He knew all the players and he knew, he knew who to talk to to, to get the information and he wasn't going to let anything slip by. Uh, you had a, uh, a very intelligent vice president, um, and he passed that baton to, uh, to Cheney when, when Cheney, um, um, basically took over as vice president. He was the next really intelligent guy yeah. in that yeah. spot. Really, I mean, when, uh, when his son, uh, basically, uh, um, was running and uh, and went because that whole crew were all guys that used to actually work for Johnson, uh, Lyndon Johnson, uh, Dick Cheney, Rumsfeld, all those guys actually worked for Lyndon Johnson way back in the sixties. Yep, yep. But these were very uh, um, well connected, intelligent guys who, you know, uh, you know, news is for the masses and uh, and intelligence is for the elite, and and they're they're two different worlds. It is amazing how how you get a different. A different story when you start like going back to what we're talking about with the Alex Jones. You know, a good start point with him, but like I barely listen to him now because as you learn how to decipher this stuff on your own, it just gets drummed and drummed and drummed to you. Um, right. And you go back with with Linda Bain Johnson and, and the Bush and and Cheney and all them. Let's not forget Bush's involvement with Kennedy and and being there at the Kennedy assassination. Um, there's been some there's been some uh, um, some evidence that he was uh, very uh, very close to that assassination. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, being in the intelligence communi community yourself in the mid '80s, uh, '90s, where I live, and talking about the Iran Contra, where I live, I live right near Boca Grande. Uh, That's right. Which means I'm right near one of their old airports that they used to use all the time. Uh, at least that's what the locals here tell me that and the roads in Northport, uh, before, was, true, yeah. Yeah, before it was developed. And uh, can you speak to that? Obviously you're, you're saying that's absolutely true, so you know of that. And I try to find stories and tell people about this. So, 
So there's a, um, you know, they they flew in uh, Daniel Hopsicker. We talked about him at one point, and uh, Daniel Hopsicker wrote a great book called Welcome to Terrorland, and it's uh, absolutely true. Uh, it talks a lot about uh, how uh, the base where Mohammed Atta trained, right around the corner from where you live, yep. uh, was uh, um, was where uh, you know the, the CIA was pulling cocaine and heroin in for for over a decade. And they, and, you know, throughout the 70s and 80s, uh, it, you know, 200 missions were flown by one pilot, um, Mark Shubin. You know, Mark Shubin was, is a very key individual. Um, he was a U-2 pilot, uh, at one point, a Russian immigrant who got, uh, you know, enlisted in the, uh, or actually was, was, uh, commissioned into the, uh, United States Air Force, became a U-2 pilot, so he had to get clearances. Because he spoke Russian and English, uh, he got out, worked for the CIA, uh, and was, uh, the interface between the, the Russian drug runners and the, uh, um, and the CIA in Venezuela. So he did over 200 missions between Caracas and, um, and over there in Venice. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's an amazing, uh, um, uh, you know, feat. And the guys actually, he purchased Charlie Crist's, uh, aircraft when Charlie Crist sold, uh, his, um, his old jet about uh, seven years ago. Oh, really? I wonder what he's he, planning to do with that. Well, he picked it up in Jamaica. Uh, he doesn't come to the U.S. any longer, but uh, he picked up the, the Charlie Chris was selling it, and all of, of all people who bought it, it was Mark Shubin, and the only paper that carried the story was the Palm Beach Post. That was the only place I ever saw the story published. And that's and and I had heard about it, and uh, you know some some of my friends were working for Gulfstream. They had knew they had knew about it, and uh, they told me that it was actually printed in one paper. And then one of the guys that was at, working at Gulfstream was also cutting deals with the Jordanian government, uh, basically uh, uh, putting um, selling uh, fuel through Jordan uh, to the United States for the Iran Iraq War, or excuse me, Iraq War uh, when we when we went into Iraq in ninety ninety two. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he, he knows, he knows a lot about that sort of, uh, I'll just call it the Palm Beach, uh, 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 uh oligarchs <laughs> that are, I mean, cause they're, you know, Florida is, uh, is, you know, I, when I first moved to Florida, there was a really cool magazine in the early nineties, uh, that, that had a, a picture of a, of a really nice looking girl in a bathing suit, uh, holding an orange. And she was offering it to a uh, an Italian-looking uh, young man, good-looking young man, holding an apple. You know, because at that time, uh, you know, most of the people coming down to Florida were New Yorkers. Right. It, it's uh, that's it's what David is too, just so you know. He's a, he's a New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. So and and it's just basically, you know, it's it, there are a lot of New Yorkers down here. I've met a lot of guys who got kicked out of New York because the mob was brought down. Uh, they're down. They they came down here because they don't know they couldn't run Kino Cash anymore. And, uh, you know, or couldn't, uh, you know, all the, everybody got bumped off, uh, um, you know, under Coke and Giuliani, uh, it's because it just, it just, they started, they started arresting people, uh, you know, and they, they, they call it cleaning up New York. They just got, they just basically arrested all of the, the lower mobsters and got rid of, uh, got rid of the, you know, most of the gangs, uh, the mobster gangs and replaced them with the financial mobsters. Well, yeah, you get rid of the lower hanging fruit and then you can come in, you, you take over and you have a little more control then. Pretty much. That's pretty much what happened. And at the same time, a lot of the guys came down, you know, you know, look at the population of Florida. I think we're what, like 18, 19 million. And, uh, pretty, yeah, pretty up there. Yeah, I think the, uh, um, uh, I think the Jewish, uh, population in Florida is around 5 million. 
it's pretty high. It's almost uh, almost a third of the state. I'm a I'm a delegate in the Republican Party, and uh, I'm in the eighth largest district. And uh, uh, in the eight largest districts, you have to go to a synagogue in order to go to your meetings. So that's where the meetings are held. So it's a very, it's a very, um, uh, um, high population of, of, uh, that most of the southern, uh, districts, the larger ones are democratic. And then most of the other, uh, larger, uh, um, uh, there's only 36 or 3,400, uh, um, delegates in the state of Florida. And half of them are controlled in, in eight districts, the eight largest districts. For example, I, our, our, uh, our delegation only has a hundred uh, delegates, right? <clears throat> the eighth largest, so the seven others, you know, have uh, eighteen, uh, seventeen hundred. So it tells you that half the districts in the state control most of the, the state. Out- the outcome of the voting. So you know, I call I call um, uh, Florida sort of little Israel, uh, just like New York. New York, and uh, it's uh, we have a, a very stilted. Uh, um, View of uh, of Israel in this country, uh, they call it sacrosanct relationship. When you talk to the government, and uh, I'm not you know, um, anti anybody, but I know the country that we support the most, and the country that we uh, um, have one of the closest ties to, causes us quite a bit of grief. It causes a lot of our grief that we see in this country. I mean, it always comes back to that, to either yeah. that country or or very close to that country. <laughs> Violates the Constitution under Article One, Section Ten. You know, Article One, Section Ten says we're not supposed to have these sort of sacrosanct uh, allies. Uh, it clear, and uh, even President uh, Washington and President uh, Jefferson were very clear. The uh, uh, entanglements with other countries was a huge danger, and it, I even say NATO alliance uh, violates the uh, the Constitution as well. Uh, so I'm, I believe well, I, I'm one of those people. I believe we should really just be. Caring about ourselves right now, uh, we've got too much issue in this country to be worried about um, all these oh. other countries and what's going on with them. Right now, thing this has been going on for 150 years. Our country has been hijacked since the 1860s. The bankers have been. Uh, if you read some old newspapers from the 1800s, and you read into uh, European newspapers that were trying to uh, take back control of the colony, because we really did uh, um, have a revolution in 1776. Right, the true uh, one. It lasted about 50 to 70 years. Uh, in in uh, in the mid 1850s. Uh, you had, uh, um, you had, you know, it, like, are you familiar with Vanderbilt? No. I've heard the name before, yes. It's Vanderbilt, richest man in the world in the 1850s. Uh, great story, uh, if you've ever heard of William Walker. Uh, um, he was the guy that first attacked and took over Nicaragua. Uh, William Walker was a mercenary who went to war against Sonoma and the, the Mexicans in the early 1850s. He was defeated, but he was hired by Vanderbilt to go and take over Nicaragua. So I think what happens in this country, you know, we're raised on Encyclopedia Britannica and our Dewey Decimal System, and now, you know, fortunately, younger people are, you know, have access to what I would call outside the mainstream education and media. And, uh, you, you know, you have your types of radio shows, uh, um, and, uh, Jack Blood's radio show where they're putting on individuals who can see sort of outside the uh, um, the wizard's crystal ball? So uh, I knew we, we were. John, I starburst a lot, so you'll have to bear with me on that. It's it's something I tend to do. Um, yeah. I, I want to jump back to where we were with with uh, the Iran Contra, and you're starting to learn 
Uh, and being on the inside like that, was it a f- was there any kind of fear as you were learning these things uh, that there's something wrong because you couldn't talk to people within your own little world? Oh no, we we uh, we would go down. We were down in uh, um, you know talking about it all the time outside of work, and we were uh, we actually turned state's evidence into the justice department that was swept under the rug. You know, we weren't afraid of anything. We were, I mean, I was the kind of kid I grew up. Uh, you know, I was like, what are you going to do? Court martial me? Throw me out? Kick me out of a job I don't like? You know, I mean, what, well, I didn't give a crap about getting, you know, getting in trouble. Right. Yeah. I, and, uh, you know, it wasn't like we were going to steal something from work either. You know, that's one thing that I have to say with Snowden. You know, Snowden's the type, type of kid, you know, he stole something and now he's holding it ransom and trickling it out like a coffee drip machine. I mean, and, and, and the information isn't even that revealing. And now he's getting two hundred and fifty million dollars through his buddy Glenn Greenwald to start a media company. Now do you yeah. think he should just drop it all? Is that what you is that what you feel? I don't think he should drop it all. I think that he should basically um uh Glenn Greenwald should should come clean and say, This is what we've got, this is everything we got, uh this is and if it's if some of it is too revealing, don't reveal it. But don't hold on to it. That's what I mean when I mean drop it, I mean get all the information out there, just here's what we have um, you know, we yeah. left this, this, and this out because we didn't want names out or certain things like that. But here's what we have. I look at more of a, it's like a Jonathan Pollard event. You know, um, Jonathan Pollard was a spy who stole um, uh, a ten by ten by eight foot uh, um, a high ceiling uh, room full of documents, individual documents. That's how much he stole from the CIA. Wow. Jonathan Pollard uh, copied all that uh, uh, information in a uh, in an Israeli um, uh, think tank uh, um, venture capital uh, company's office that ordered two of the high most fast high oh, speed out. copiers from Xerox in order to be able to copy all the information they were getting from CIA. So that's the same thing is that in the volume that he stole is the same volume that we have, you know, in, in context, you know, giving today's tex- technology that Snowden has stolen. Now, what, and, what uh, do you so think? he is just like Jonathan Pollard to me. What, what whereby do you think Snowden he stole- has? Oh, look at that. He was talking about that, Dave, and he got cut off. Uh, Scott, you still there? Because you just cut out on us there. Hello. There you are. I'm here. All right, cool. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. It just like, and we went gone. Might People, have been... Skype was acquired by Microsoft. Microsoft gets a lot of money. It pays them a lot of money for the recording. Are you there? Yeah, you're bouncing in and out on me, but yeah, we got you. Yeah. You want me to re- reestablish the call? Yeah, let's try that because it just went real stupid on us. I don't know if it was what you were talking about or, or, or whatnot, but I'll call you right back. Yeah, I got an internet connection between that uh, that call there. It's trying to reset it, get Scott back on there. And this is what happens when you talk about some of this stuff, Dave. It's amazing, isn't it? I know. But I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna chop off. I'm I'm actually ready to fall asleep. All right. All right. Yep, I'm bringing him back up here. I'll be uh, talking with Scott. Oh, ouch. Yeah, see what they do. They only don't want you talking about things. They feed you too many meatballs, and then uh. And then uh, they, they kill the Skype while you're in the middle of doing it. And we'll get him back. And some uh, really interesting stuff. And this is what I was looking forward to talking uh, talking with him about. Uh, some of these different things. And I, I'm excited to hear the Snowden end of it. Look at that. And I can't get him back up. That's what I'm getting when I dial him, guys. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to disconnect that there. 
And uh, I'm going to take a break because Dave uh, took took off on me there. And we're waiting for him to get back on. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get a reconnected. If not, we will redo this with him again in the future. Uh, you know, sometimes things just uh, work the way they work, uh, or they don't work at all. Sometimes, you know. Uh, so we'll play the game and see what happens. Uh, hopefully, we'll have Scott Ricker back on with me uh, in the third hour, going into a little bit of it there. Since he came in late, I'd like to uh, continue to pick his brain because we're getting some interesting stuff there. Um, so we'll, we'll try to bring him back up here. Uh, you are listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Uh, when I come back, we'll, we'll have Scott Ricker, maybe. If not, Lexi and I will have some fun with you guys, and we'll reschedule Scott for another time. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to do that. Uh, so we will talk to you guys in a couple minutes. What's up, Razz Radio fam? It's your man Wayne in Baltimore. And if you haven't heard the chocolate drop, there's a little bit of what you've been missing. I was all over Justin Bieber's nuts last night. The guy got a couple good leaks on me, but after that, it was on. But he, he did wear me out, so to speak. Yeah, well, no, no. Uh, yeah. You want to see my eyes? Have you ever had a nut with more flavor? That's what I like about Iowa. We don't have black people. It's the Chocolate Drop, Saturdays from 1 to 3 on RadsRedHillLive.com. We, we talk about other stuff, trust me. Look at my crayon. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? Sean Rand. Four Toad and Lexi. Do I mention Four Toad? Sure. Poor oh. Dave. Dave. <laughs> Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I think that's how like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on, I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And, uh, Dr. Bob. It's Dr. Bob, yeah. It's Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy for Toad. Hey guys, I'm going to have you hold tight a little bit more. I'm trying to uh, reestablish connection with Scott. We're having some issues here. We're going to try a computer reset. And I'm going to let you go with another song here. Just sit tight. I know this is usually our our return song. uh, But uh, I really want to get him back on and talk with him some more. So just bear with me, guys. I'll be back with you in a couple minutes. 
hump, humps and never quits. I don't discriminate, I please chicks. Asian, Caucasian, black, I squeeze. Cause we the showstoppers and the cheap rockers, number one cheap rockers. Alright guys, here we are. We are back on the first 52. It's the third hour. We're not going to do the normal third hour. And you guys know I do that sometimes. I like to, uh, you know, if I got something serious that's going on that I want to make sure I get to talk about, um, we're going to keep it, you know, uh, serious in the third hour. Uh, so we got Scott back on. Hopefully, uh, everything will continue to work properly. We both did computer resets. Uh, and we're going to try to continue on this interview and get this information out. Uh, so Scott, I still got you, right? Yes, sir. All right, excellent. I was like, oh, great, I lost him again. <laughs> uh, all right, so we were talking about uh, Snowden and and the equivalent of the documents that he had taken. Uh, and I guess my question to you, because, you, you know, you said you were, you're, you don't sound like you're a big fan of what he's doing. Um, it sounds like he's trying to make money to me, which kind of bothers me a little bit. Um, so what is your opinion on Snowden and what's going on with him? Well, I mean, you know, you have to take a look at the uh, um, the intelligence community today, uh, and and you know, obviously there has been uh, um, many infiltrators into the intelligence community, and today with it being so uh, distributed uh, with uh, contractors and uh, um, all types of commercial organizations that are making just boatloads of money off of it, and Snowden was with uh, Booz Allen Hamilton, uh, you know, a uh, an icon of the industry. Uh, like Computer Science Corporation, like SAIC, like DynCorp, uh, these are large, um, uh, you know, profitable consulting agencies uh, that work directly with the, the intelligence communities 
to um, uh, provide services, and the services uh, being provided at Booz Allen Hamilton, uh, you know, go directly to the core of, you know, the CIA and NSA and, and other places. So uh, a lot of these individuals, uh, you know, Snowden, most people don't know, uh, he tried to get into the service. Uh, he broke his, uh, both of his legs uh, in, uh, um, in basic training, got out with a, uh, a an honorable discharge uh, where he was basically um, uh, considered a disabled veteran. And so he got a lot of uh, passes and uh, was able to get into the um, into the uh, intelligence community quite easily as a contractor. And he worked several different places, and he was very, very highly trusted at the point where he was. And he was very young and early in his career. So that's how easy it is to have somebody get involved in the intelligence community from a young age. And the background checks, you know, they can only do so much. Uh, you know, there are, you know, there are family relationships, there are political when you get to know someone, you, you realize, um, I'll use um, Liz Wall as an example. She was the person that was on Russian uh, RT, uh, Russia Today, and she uh, she spoke out against uh, Russia Today and called it a propaganda network and quit live on television. Right, I remember well, that. It turn, well, it turns out her, you know, her family, uh, she's Hungarian and Filipino, and her family is, um, uh, the, their, their lives were spared when the Russians uh, moved into Hungary after World War II and they paid off guards to escape and uh, uh, and come to the West. So obviously she's very anti-Russian from her uh, um, her uh, experience and her family's experience. And she's uh, um, she's probably I wouldn't call her an ace in the hole when it came to IQ levels. So you know it was uh, you know you're getting uh, you know information from somebody that is highly uh, um, opinionated based upon you know cultural and family experiences. So I mean we're all victims of our own experience, unfortunately, and and that holds us that binds us to our um, uh, our, our our what I'll call ignorant or uh, um, uh, our um, uh, misguided uh, opinions, and uh, and that happens. I mean, I you know I've I've made mistakes, and and if you're if you're not open minded enough to say, oh really, that might be something I didn't know, then you could live an entire life of uh, misconceptions, and that's that's more more common than it is uh, uncommon, unfortunately. Well, we don't learn anything so if it, we don't. We don't learn anything if we don't make mistakes, and that's part of growing up in life. Uh, I, I just kind of question if if you've already got this negative thought on Russia and, and and the way the government works. Why would you work for a company that's based on Russia? You know what I mean? Like that just well, makes sense there, to me. There's 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 an opportunity there. There's an opportunity to be a an individual that can uh, provide a service uh, when that service is needed. Uh, let's say um, you, you maybe that was pre-planned. You know, I'm going to go there and find out what it is, and then when the timing is right, I can I can act like you know I I can't stand it anymore. You know, and and uh, and then move on and move on in my career. You know, you don't know what. And then also when you're young, and you're in twenties, you make a lot of uh, um, I would say. Um, uh, uh, irresponsible decisions or, or, or rash decisions. You know, I was in my 20s. I didn't have any calculated uh, um, uh, plans to become an Arabic linguist or a Korean linguist. Yeah, I just I was just having fun doing what I was doing. So, you know, and I didn't. I, fortunately, I didn't have the preconceptions about any of these other nations. You know, my family. I'm only third generation American. And, uh, um, you know, I'm not from Russia. I'm not from, uh, my family's background is actually British, Scottish, Dutch, 
Finnish and uh, Portuguese. So, you know, I don't really have any ties to any, you know, culture. You know, I don't really have that, uh, you know, I don't have any special dances that I learned or songs <laughs> that I learned. And, you know, I went to, I went to a few University of Michigan games when my, when my dad was getting his master's degree. And, uh, that's about the, that's about it for, you know, I, I don't root for any specific teams and, you know, I have any particular alumni that uh, is gonna, you know, either lift me up or hold me down. And that's the kind of thing that you have, you know. You guys, guys root stronger for their collegiate football teams than they do, uh, you know, than they understand their political uh, um, uh, uh, sort of albatross that they live behind. So uh, you know, it's kind of uh, the same thing when I talk about Snowden. Is that here's a guy who comes up through the ranks and he's working at um, one of the most well-connected um, intelligence community consulting companies. I mean, even Dove Zakheim. I don't know if you know who he is, but. Uh, he was a senior vice president uh, at uh, um, at Booz Allen Hamilton, and Doug Zakheim basically was, uh, um, you know, working at the Pentagon when the Pentagon lost 2.3 trillion dollars. He was the he was the CFO, the comptroller of the Pentagon when that was announced. I don't know if you is that the most that re- is that the most recent one, the most recent loss of money from the Pentagon. Uh, well, it was uh, it was announced on two, uh, September 10th. 2001, and uh, and okay. just so happens that the uh, quote unquote um, plane that hit the Pentagon hit the Pentagon in the area where they were doing the research on where to find that 2.3 trillion dollars. Right. Okay. That 2.3 trillion. Yeah. So that's a uh, uh, that's kind of an odd coincidence. Um, and uh, uh, you know, people that I know uh, that worked in that area. Um, uh, that research never continued after that. Yeah, so, that kind of uh, disappeared after 9/11. So, since you brought up 9/11, let me get your thoughts on it. Uh, follow the government story. Well, you question it. What's your What's your thoughts? Well, 9/11 is a hot potato. I mean, you start. Uh, they've turned it into. You know, as soon as you question it, you're 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 into that uh, um, that truther uh, movement, uh, um, and they. And, and no political individuals want to touch it. A few will. Um, they won't go very far. Right. Um, when they do start talking about it. And, uh, and they distance themselves from the issue. And even, uh, the folks that are starting this network with, uh, um, uh, Glenn Greenwald, uh, have distanced themselves from it. Uh, if you look at, uh, the, um, are you familiar with the, the Intercept and, uh, Glenn Greenwald's new, uh, um, uh, sort of new, uh, uh, media outlet. Yeah, is, isn't the is, isn't the founder of PayPal one of the major contributors to that one, or is Amazon? And, and also very and also very closely tied to Booz Allen Hamilton, Piero Midiar. That's correct. Mm. So, so so are we looking at Snowden as a possible? Let's put this out on purpose. Yeah. So if Snowden is either a working for an intelligence community, uh, either wittingly or unwittingly, because uh, he may not know he's doing it. Uh, um, uh, B or or he's uh, working for the United States to, uh, intelligence community to um, put out disinformation or information that uh, is uh, strategically dropped out. Now, you know, you think about the um, uh, the caliber of intelligence that is coming out, uh, and they tr- always try to steer it back to um, privacy for um, uh, Americans. But a lot of the things that they're revealing are. Um, uh, the fact that Americans are in, um, collecting intelligence against uh, um, foreign governments and foreign businesses, and uh, the relevance of that to American privacy is, uh, yeah, I can't draw the line there very, very closely. I can't connect those dots. Uh, I also um, uh, don't um, 
think that any of the things are really that revealing. They're things that you know anybody in the intelligence community already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, and you know, and the people that are handling this information, like Glenn Greenwald. Uh, even t- in his own words, he didn't even know what PGP was until around uh, almost a year ago. Uh, he said sometime around June last year, he started to learn about how to encrypt emails. You know, so here's a guy that has not even been in the encryption and intelligence community, uh, and now he is the handler of the data coming out of supposedly one of the biggest leaks in the history of um, of the United States. And it's pretty, so, it's pretty uh, helpful that he started really berating and getting on Russia and Putin just weeks before the beginning of this whole Ukraine thing, which I want to get into with you also. exactly right. So it's it, also pretty interesting that uh, um, that he's uh, uh, he's also called for the the pardoning of uh, um, Jonathan Pollard, Glenn Greenwald, uh, who Jonathan Pollard was probably one of the top four uh, most damaging spies in the history of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even Spike Bowman, who uh, prosecuted this uh, the case, would say that. Uh, he was the the general counsel for the National Security Agency. So that's an interesting uh, angle to look at this from. Yeah, very interesting. So I mean, it's not, and I don't, and I don't think that the, um, even Snowden. You know, if you listen to him, he always says the same things over and over. He's not really. It's on as though he's been able to expand on his own since he's been in Russia. Um, and and when you get him in longer conversations where he's already, you know, uh, delivered his uh, um, his 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 basic uh, um, talking points. He's basically he's and he's very well spoken. Don't get me wrong; he's a, he's a highly intelligent individual. Um, but I don't believe that he's as experienced um, an individual. And I think that he may have been uh, chosen, or, or or somebody put a bug in his ear, or something like that, uh, where uh, you know he didn't. Even if if he says he came up with this idea on his own. You know, everybody has influences. He he didn't live, you know, no man is an island. He didn't live in a cave. Right. Well, what was he, 28 when this all started with him? Yeah, exactly. So, so, you know, very young age, um, and, and has, uh, um, you know, has not really handled the situation, and nor has Greenwald handled the situation in what I would consider a professional manner. They're giving out awards. Uh, they're going to, um, and they, and then look at the kind of platform that Greenwald gets. You know, he's on major television media. It's, it's as if it's almost like Kabuki theater for me. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, uh, and like I said, you know, news is for the masses, intelligence is for the elite. And what they're delivering is really not intelligence. It's almost like it's, uh, um, it's just a um, a spurt here and there of uh, a, a, here's your next cup of hot Java. Well, and it seems that all the enjoy. It, it seems that everything they're delivering, like you said, is is most intelligence agents would know. But even if you go to to, to the better conspiracy, let's for lack of a better word, uh, websites, Alex Jones, Jack Blood, uh, different people like that, we all know with most of this stuff. It just confirmed everything we talked about, and that's really seems like they're only confirming certain things. Uh, That's exactly right. I mean, he, the thing is, is that, you know, guys like uh, William Binney and, uh, uh, you know, folks that uh, spoke out before, uh, there's, there's, you know, um, even, uh, which kind of surprises me because, you know, one of the individuals, James Bamford, who in the early 80s, I read his book, uh, Puzzle Palace, 
where he was one of the original um, sort of whistleblowers. He's aligned himself with uh, Greenwald, which I had a lot of respect for um, uh, uh, Bamford. And uh, Bamford's become very tight with that uh, that circle, uh, where you've got uh, Matt Taibbi has joined that circle. You've got uh, um, the guy that wrote, uh, that produced uh, Dirty Wars. Um, uh, shoot, I can't remember his name right now. Um, he he's in that circle. So they've hired quite a few people at the uh, um, at the media agency, and it's you know a two hundred fifty million dollar shot in the arm from uh, Pierre Momidiar to start a media network. That's a pretty interesting um, uh, event. And now, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, some of the names you've me- some of the names you've mentioned right there, Taibbi and Greenwald. Uh, they were all in kind of tight with Hastings. Um, could this have been in in the in the building and Hastings wasn't for it, and that's why we don't see him anymore? Or do you think it's what do you think of Hastings? Yeah, I mean Hastings. Hastings was, uh, you know, yet another decent. Uh, I mean, I always liked Greenwald. I always liked Taibbi. I always liked. Uh, um, Shoot, I can't remember the guy from Dirty Wars. I have to look it up. But, uh, yeah, um, he's a very excellent, uh, another excellent reporter. He's done a lot of uh, uh, war reporting and, and truth reporting on. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how to, you know, there are um, a lot of um, individuals in the uh, um, intelligence community within the uh, journalist uh, community. Uh, just look at Operation uh, Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the CIA actually owned five newspapers and had over 3,000 journalists around the world. And if you recall, so, uh, just recently came out that, uh, you know, they've, they've, uh, decided to allow governmental propaganda into the U.S. I think that was, what, six, eight months ago that story had come out, uh, where they're gonna start taking, yes. you know, the, the, the propaganda and which, you know, how they, how they can say they're gonna allow it now when, um, MSNBC, Fox, and all these different ones, it's all they really are anyway. Um, they're just admitting now that that's what they're doing? Well, well, uh, I mean, a broken clock is right twice a day. I mean, there is, every once in a while, there's good stuff on every news channel. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, not, and not to say that that's the majority, it's definitely not. Um, but, uh, uh Jeremy Scahill was the name I couldn't come up with. I yeah, apologize. I just looked it up too. Yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, and he's, he's, he's excellent too. But a lot of these guys, who well, I got to those, uh, that conversation was around, you know, Sort of denying. I got you burping again on me here, Scott. <clears throat> this agency uh, uh, with uh, guys like uh, um, Anthony Schaefer, uh, who uh, was uh, very closely tied to tracking uh, a lot of the uh, um, uh, the conspiracy. Uh, that were, you know, actually on the air. Yeah, he's talking about uh, Colonel Schaefer, who was uh, tracking all of the uh, most of the uh, guys that were involved in 9/11. Uh, Scott, and there you are. You're skipping in and out on me again, just so you know. Ow, yeah. again, that's strange. Yeah, and I don't. I seriously, I don't ever have this problem that often. <laughs> I mean, I've never had this problem. Scott, dude. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, they don't like me talking. No, they don't like you talking to me. That's for sure. <laughs> Sure. Um, b- before we, uh, you were talking about Anthony Schaefer, who I, I have a lot of respect for him, um, and that goes back to what we were saying before about, um, you know, people won't take an angle on certain things uh, when I, I think deep inside they know it. And I lost that call. Do you believe that again? It's trying to dial it back. Um, 
Uh, give it a second here, see if it connects. I know, Frank, I saw you tried to call me during the interview there. I will, uh, if, if this doesn't connect back with him, um, I'm going to reschedule with him, uh, so we can get uh, a good connection going. Here, he's calling me back again. Let's see here. Scott, do I have you again? That was. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, but it's Hello? still it's still choppy. <laughs> you there? Wow. I don't know what it's it is. The worst type of experience I've ever had. <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. I really, you know, I, I when I had Jack on, I didn't, I don't have these problems. I've had a lot of uh, Susan Lindauer's even been on. I haven't had these problems, so um, I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, I had I had the KGB at my house for six hours about three weeks ago. Oh, really? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, since we're speaking yeah, of the so, KGB, and, and it, since you bring uh, up the since you bring up the KGB, I I really need to get your your view before we have this happen again. I want to get your view on the Russia Ukraine thing. Jesus, yeah, no kidding, yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, well, I mean, so so that's why they came. Uh, I had done an interview on uh, on Iranian television, and it went and it went viral in Russia. And uh, I was on the front page of uh, most of the, the largest Russian publications for about a week in Russia. And I, I, all the Russian guys I talked to said, you should write a book now. You'd, be a, you'd make a fortune off the Russian population. Because oh, uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm a standing hero, apparently, in Russia. So what, what can you so, tell me about um, the Ukraine-Russian issue? And, and tell me what you said there, I guess, basically. Well, um, so the um, uh, the FSB, which is the KGB now, um, uh, their uh, Foreign Service Bureau, they're they're embedded in their uh, in their um, uh, um, uh, journalist uh, business as well. So when uh, the, the the television station that came down was uh, VGTRK, it's the second largest uh, television network. I see you drinking a beer there. That's good, good man. <laughs> Got to get one down every once so, in a while. Uh, VGTRK. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking on the job. Yeah, man. So, uh, the VG, VGTRK, uh, um, uh, you know, second largest television station, they sent down a film crew to the house, and they got here around noon, and they left around 6 o'clock. And they were young kids, uh, um, about 30, 35 years old. Uh, and, and I was telling them the things about Russia that they didn't know. You know, they were like, holy crap, I didn't know that about Russia. <laughs> and so the guy actually came clean with me, and he said... Uh, that this girl, Elena Sokolova, who invited me to do the show, she was the head of the FSB um, for the Bureau um, at, in, in D.C. Uh, for VGTRK. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, that, that makes sense. I said, that's kind of the way the CIA does it with foreign um, uh, correspondence. You know, they put uh, they put a CIA guy to kind of run the show to keep everybody, all the youngling, youngerlings in, in, in check. Yeah, because we do the same thing. We've got intelligence guys. That, that? that would have been uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. The guy from CNN. Uh, well, he, a guy like uh, um, Anderson Cooper. Uh, that's you know, who it he is. Would yeah. be, uh, he would be. Yeah, that's one of them. Uh, and you got Barbara Starr. She's another one that's uh, you know very much a um, what I'll call a Pentagon mouthpiece. Anybody that sounds like the Pentagon, you can kind of guess. Oh, here's another one. You know, it's, it's easy to sort of check them off a list, <laughs> and uh, so that's kind of and, and and you know most of them are doing it uh, um, willingly because uh, they know what their uh, what their jobs are. You know, these guys have they go through college, they recruit them into colleges. If you look at a lot of the um, uh, uh, the collegiate, uh, especially Ivy League schools, a lot of the instructors there are ex CIA guys. Yeah. So uh, you know you've got. Uh, uh, you got uh, Frederick uh, Friedrich Hitz, H I T Z. He teaches at a law school in Virginia. 
You've got uh, um, Jesus. Uh, uh, Petraeus is teaching at uh, at CUNY in New York. Uh, you've got uh, um, you've <clears throat> yeah, it happened again. I cannot believe it's happening again. I'm going to have to set this up again for another night because I feel so horrible. This poor guy is trying to give me his interview. I wanted to find out what was going on with Russia from him because uh, he obviously had the KGB visiting him. Uh, you know, that must mean something really important was said that uh, got somebody's goat. I'm going to see if he gives me a call back. Um, and I am going to reschedule for another night with him because uh, we need to get this information. You guys all listening know. You've heard interviews before. I don't have this continual dropping issue like this. So uh, it really raises questions to me when I see it happening so often. Um, you know, I'm, right, I'm typing him a, a, a note right now. Uh, I'm trying to type across the uh, computer. So let me think here for a second, guys. Uh, grab a beer if you got one. I mean, we're getting close to the top of the hour anyway. Reschedule. Sorry. Can't see all the way over there. Just send that out there. Uh, yeah, so you are still listening to the first 50 on Raz Radio. And like I was saying, you guys have heard, you know, I've done 50 interviews. Uh, I never have this kind of Skype issue. Um, I'm going to try giving Frank Castle a call here. Frankie, if you're listening, I'm calling you. I want to be able to see if uh, if uh, if I have any issue with uh, anybody else connecting. So hopefully you uh, you will answer here. Frank, you there? Hello. Yeah, see there you are. Hold on, Frank. I'm going to add I'm going to add Scott to this call here and see if we have any issue. Scott, I got you back there, Mister Rickard. Come in, Scott. Yeah, see, you're coming through, Frank. Of course, I'm coming through. <laughs> well, that's why I wanted. That's why I saw you try calling. You know, I don't usually take calls. No, 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 I, I figured you guys were having some issues or something. Yeah, we were. We def definitely are. And we're still. I'm still having issues with his connection. I'm just gonna say, KGB shows up. <laughs> I know, right? That you should expect this to happen. We've seen weird shit like this before. Is there, is there an echo on my mic? Because I, I, I'm no, just, you, just you sound working beautiful. on some songs. You sound beautiful, Frank. You sound oh, beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I got a surprise for you, though. Uh-oh. Not to take you away from what was going on, but I just sent you an email with... Um, dude, when you see the list of venues that we we have to just pick from and then contact or whatever, I need you to just go over the ones from uh, you know your area. All right. And then I'm thinking the Friday night we should really be doing that tiki bar place that you took me to. All right, yeah, I have to get in there and talk with them. I just went to the. Uh, I'm trying to get uh, the hotel booked right now and get that. Listen, I'm, I'm going to set up. I'm going to write you a press release. I'm going to write a Raz Radio press release okay. that you would just. I'm trying to take the pressure across the board off. I'm not relying on you like that. Right, like you're the Raz father, bro. You're a representative. You show up somewhere or talk to someone. I'm going to hand you the shit to say. Uh, no, not a problem. Hold on for a sec. Hold on for a sec, Frank. Scott, do I have you back? Yeah, it's interesting. I tried to get on my Skype phone uh, on, on my uh, on my actual um, uh, different network, and right. then I was I was getting like a joint call on, on Heist. Yeah, Heist Click. That's Frank Castle. He's a uh, one of yeah Heist Click. He's one of the guys that works with us. Though. He's a musician one out of New York. Heist Click is that? Some uh, yeah, Heist Click is the name oh, of his okay. band. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, na- my name's yeah. Frank Castle. Hey, Frank. Hey, it's nice to meet you. I, hey, sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, you're right, not man. interrupting. I, I, I felt I was interrupting you guys, but I just, uh, you know, KGB, you know there's probably aliens watching you at this point. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. I, I, yeah, so I mean, we, we've had issues. When I first joined the yeah, Liberty... It's not funny because uh, my, my go, I went to... Yeah, it's dropping out again. Yeah, and, and him and I are perfectly fine together. Scott, Frank, and I are talking back and forth. We're fine. You're bopping in and out on us. All right. I'm Listen, when I first did Legion of Doom with Tony Trees, we recorded it. We were with, uh, Sean, those guys that you found me from, Polygraph. Right, yep. Everyone that was on their site attached, uh, my computer got hacked into, straight up. Me and Tony finished the song, start to finish. It was done. We went to sleep. He slept in the living room. I went to bed. We woke up. Everything Liberty, anything with Liberty attached to it was fucking erased. So it wasn't missing. It was never there. And we were like, what? There was a whole bunch of things missing. And then everyone started complaining about one or two things. Yeah. And then Mike was like, yo, I, th- I think they're keeping an eye on me. I'm like, well, well you're I, the problem anyway. I think so. we got Scott back now. Scott, you there? Yeah, it's funny because I'm on... They're totally blocking him from talking to me. A totally different network. Yeah, and you're still coming in and out, bro. I don't, I don't get what that is. Um, why we're having I'm this issue? My, I'm on my, I'm on my Skype. I'm on my Skype on my smartphone. So it's a different network and a different platform. Right. No, I understand. Yeah, they own every platform, weird. though. Yeah, they got all the platforms. Uh, it's not, it's not weird. Huh? To me, I'm like. We're lucky they're not kicking in the doors right now. I love it. <laughs> well, uh, that means you're right, that means you're right over the target, or you just don't. No, I'm on top of the target. Yeah, they, 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 my friends have told me that. Uh, I went to I went to a Christmas party at a buddy's house. Uh, he was the, he was a CIA guy that was that was uh, he was honored. He gave, he received the Civilian Intelligence Medal for basically directing ground forces on where to find Saddam Hussein. Right. And uh, and I basically. When I was over at his house, he said, he said, he said that, he said, they're definitely watching you. He says, he says, you do more and you create more trouble and you've got more conversations going with many different people. He said, it's unbelievable. He said, uh, and you know, they, 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 as the night went on, you know, he was trying to question what I was doing. It got pretty heated where I got kicked out of the house. Oh my so, goodness. Uh, yeah. So it was interesting. It was an interesting evening. And, uh, needless to say, it's the last time I, I saw the guy. And I've known him since the uh, mid 80s. Oh my goodness. That stinks. And, yeah. Well, it's just how it is. I mean, you know, he's, he's a company man. He, you know, a career uh, military, career CIA, you know, got out as a consultant, was making three or four hundred thousand dollars a year. We're, for the CIA as a consultant, and uh, his son got a scholarship from the Carlisle Group to get uh, to get a uh, doctor's degree and uh, get his law. They just want to cut him out, man. Yeah. Every time he says those key words, they're just like cut him. He's still so sitting in a van. Oh, oh, I'm gonna cut that off. I got the static again. Hold on, Frank. Wow. That's that's killing his feed right there. Yeah, that's that's the fourth We've time that's happened. We've never had that, Sean. No, never does that happen on on this show before ever. But on any of our shows, yeah. guaranteed. I've n- I've never heard that on three years of radio myself. 
Uh, and actually, we did. We had a problem with Jordan Page once, and then we had him in-house. As soon as he started going off, it just cut off. That was it for Jordan. It worked everyone else. Uh, I'm going to have to. I'll get in touch with Scott. He just wrote me. Look, totally killed the app. Yep. Scott, I will I will uh, get in touch with you, my friend. We will reschedule this. Uh, Stay away from Windows, my friend. Yeah, we might have to. And the electronic <sighs> devices that will electrocute you. Stay away from them. Hold on, oh, wait, he's in again. Are you there, Scott, again? I'm trying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, That's for- the craziest Skype connection. Like, they beat me off my phone, too, which <laughs> is a completely different network. That's crazy. It went to total static Ooh, again. Static. Went just total static while you were talking. Gone. Yeah, they're, 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 using, they're using their new Skype, like, uh, uh, cyber warfare devices on us, man. Wow. They're probably just <laughs> laughing. There's a guy in a room hitting a button probably going, <laughs> fuck this guy. Ha, ha, ha. Fuck him. Ha, ha, yeah, yeah. You some, some, young, some young guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, real fast, Frank, uh, Scott. Let, by some young guy. So. <laughs> Tell me what, what, you, what you believe or feel with Ukraine and Russia right now, what you see going on, what your thoughts on that is while we still have you. <laughs> so Ukraine, much like Libya, much like Syria, um, you know, it is another push by the West uh, to uh, um, subvert uh, another nation in which it's a hugely uh, um, financially uh, um, viable for them to do something in the in the petroleum business. Uh, Ukraine is the uh, um, uh, the arteries for all the petroleum going and gas going to uh, European and former Soviet states. Uh, he, uh, and and what's interesting is that you know the Russians have invested heavily in this alongside the Italians, the French, the Americans, the British. Uh, um, the uh, the Dutch, uh, you name it. Uh, everybody's there's 170 billion dollars just in Kazakhstan uh, in development of the uh, massive oil fields in Kazakhstan. And in order to get that oil out of Kazakhstan, it's going to have to go through Russia, Ukraine, Turkey, all kinds of different places. Uh, there's just a, a whole, you know, it might even go through the uh, the Caspian Sea uh, basin where they're coming in through Turkey now. And this is these are this is the biggest uh, business in the world. The petroleum and gas business—they they dominate the world, and and uh, Russia is the third largest manufacturer of, of piping infrastructure in the world. They actually own uh, the third largest uh, um, uh, pipe manufacturer in the United States. Hmm. Am I still with you? Yeah, yeah, you're still here. Okay, so uh, so you got to take that in consideration. These guys are broke. Uh, the West is absolutely broke. You know, they say Ukraine is a failed state because it's absolutely broke, but it's you know it's under it's like I guess around three or four hundred billion or something like that in debt. There's 50 million people there, and they're only a half a trillion in debt. You know, we're 300 uh, million people here, and we're 15 trillion or 17 trillion in debt, which is far worse. And the only difference is is that when our debt ceiling comes, we just raise the debt ceiling, which is, uh, once again, a violation of the Constitution, which would be Article 1, Section 8, that says that we're only allowed to borrow against credit, not against debt. You know, so and and we're doing this in conjunction with the IMF and the World Bank, which is basically controlled by the European banksters that run this country. So, so, so I have a that's quick question. I don't mean to interrupt you, right. but just to throw it out there in simple terms, is this just some big pissing match that they're having, and they're all in on it together? You think, Absolutely. like it's all going down this shitter? Guys, the Russians know about it. The Russians know about the financial situation. They realize that they're being they've been stolen from. Uh, remember when the Cyprus banks fell, and they uh, and they stole ten percent of all the assets in the Cyprus banks. Yep, yep, I do. Well, guess who had the biggest uh, um, uh, deposits in the Cyprus banks? Russia. Russians. And the Russians had it alongside of. Uh, um, uh, 
of a, uh, of a goodness. Or we have censored uh, your American weirdo. <laughs> Hail Hydra! What? Am I? No, you're coming back in and out again. Oh my God, <laughs> that is crazy! And I've never had a worse Skype connection. And it's just you, Scott, because that's why I'm keeping Frank on, so I can be sure it's just one. You know, it's it's where it's happening at. Uh, yeah, no, I've, I've never heard these sounds come out of Skype before. By the way, it doesn't go yeah. to static. <laughs> yeah, it's this is the this is the worst Skype connection I have ever had. KGB okay. put something in your house, man. Listen, the fact oh, that no, no, listen, no, no. let's give him I, something. I, I have I have been I have been with this for so long. Uh, it, it, this is I I did something this week that was nearly nowhere nothing like this. So no. Wow. This is uh, this is very interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. So well, so it's it's like on what we're on we're actually showing the audience though the kind of crap that goes on. Because this stuff this does happen. It's very possible because I, I I think that they don't like is the fact that I I can actually pinpoint where the uh, the issues are and this is absolutely financial. The 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 Russians and the Americans and the Europeans and British are all in cahoots with each other. Okay, that's what I wanted them to know. I, I had a feeling it every all the hierarchies are in on it, the corporations, whatever you want to call them, and uh, they're going to make it look political. Oh, um, you know, Putin's riding a horse naked and he'll beat the shit out of Obama. And Obama's like, oh, I'm bringing the whole nation. They all know what the fuck's going on perfectly, and we're just watching the dog and pony show. And, and Scott, like you had said earlier, and before you were on, Dave and I were talking about this, and I, I kind of compared it uh, to Libya, uh, to Syria, the, the same type of thing where we're going to see Western-backed or Western-assisted, uh, and right now they've chosen the Nazis instead of Al-Qaeda, um, in, in, in Ukraine to, to get this moving forward. They're just going to pay groups at this well, point. I mean, they've been paying groups. That's they've how, been paying groups since the... That's how they do it, right? I mean, that, they look at go back to Osama bin Laden in, in the 80s. I mean, go back to streets in New York here with all the immigrants. Yeah, well, he was talking we, about that even before. Yeah, we want all the Jews off this street, all the Italians off this one, and then they just, wow, get them out of here. Yep. Yep. You know? hey. Oh, they pay one group to start the war, and then they they're like, "Oh, we're down with these guys because we're cool with them." Then they start shit, and then they bust them. They bust everyone. They just come in and bust everyone's heads, and then they go, "Nah, it's this white supremacist group and the black." Well, they'll never go after the black groups, you know. Al Sharpton will sit at the top of the screen all day, screaming racist stuff, and then God forbid you say something like, uh, uh, "You don't fuck any black guys and come to the basketball game." You know what I'm saying? I got a real thing. <laughs> and then you're a racist. And, no, then you're you're racist. Yeah. You're racist by far. Scott, are you back again? Nope, we lost him again. I can't believe how many times this has gone. Where's on. he from? He lives down here. He's only about three hours from me. Satellite. Yeah, maybe you should do a um a uh an interview, not live, and then play it. Yeah, we might have to do that because I've been because dying to talk to this bullshit. guy. Yeah, I've been dying to talk to him, and he's got so much great information. This guy's great. Yeah, if you guys look him up, uh, just search search Scott Rickard. Uh, R-I-C-K-A-R-D. Uh, you can find some interviews he's done on RT. Um, he's got a lot of stuff out there that's well worth reading. I am, I am going to try. You guys can hear it still trying to reconnect with him. I am I'm going to assume on the grassroots level that they're little hired NSA guys. They know that this is where the battle takes place. They could, they could, they can't like shut up certain guys. It's, you know, you get your Glenn Becks and your Alex Jones. There's just certain guys they could censor putting them in time slots, this or that. Me and you, 
they didn't have nothing for. So now they have the NSA. Yep. And it, I bet you there's keywords like uh, liberty, freedom, uh, the Constitution, and now we're all on list. Well, and he's already said KGB and FSB and Russia and pretty That's much scary. Pretty much put out all the all the CIA guys in the in the news media. Uh, what was he you, saying? You know what it is? This Constitution versus what the CIA and special ops and black groups. No one gives you shit no more. They go and hire contractors, which are basically any one of the above mentioned assassins that you could pay to just go fuck something up. They're not using that uh, old school style. Well, we're just march military, and they'll just pay a bunch of dudes, fuck everything up, and then they'll kill them, and then march in on you. Yep, exactly. Scott, you back? We're still trying to bring him back in, guys. I know it's uh, got to sound crazy out there hearing this go on, but I'll tell you what, it's even crazier to watch it go on. Uh, and like he said, you know, he's done some major interviews via Skype recently and hasn't had this problem. But like you were just saying, Frank, he's doing bigger, bigger things. He's doing yeah. over the target. Listen, Dave, and I'm you sure about argue about this. We could talk chemtrails. We could talk this bullshit. Aliens all day long. Conspiracies. You start mentioning the Federal Reserve and the actual chess game that's being played, not the drama bullshit. Right. They want us to talk about drama. This dude's talking about all the right things, and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. You already put two connections together? Yeah. Boop. Yeah. Gone. We're going to knock him out on this one. Oh, yeah, man. Because yeah, he just he messaged me, I have never seen a worse Skype yeah. connection. You'd think we'd were able to, we be able to dial up. Scott, go next door, use your neighbor's connection, <laughs> yeah, and, right. see if, and see if the, the, the surveillance van is outside. <laughs> look for the white van. Right up on YouTube. Go out, run outside with your camera, quick. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I do appreciate your time, Scott. Um, I, if I get you back on, the first thing, if you're listening, the first thing I want you to do is tell people where to find you. Uh, he is on Facebook, but he's got more of the Facebook friends he can have. Uh, he is on Twitter. His Twitter is Scott underscore Rickard, uh, if you want to check him out there. Uh, I didn't get the chance to ask him if he's doing books he's or anything. Calling, wait, he's calling in on me. Let me see if I could bring him in. All right. Uh, you answered it wrong, Frank. <laughs> you put me on hold. So, Frank, put me on hold. So I'm all by myself now. That's all right. Lexi's laying with the kid. Um, uh, that's just some amazing stuff he was putting out there. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the kind of people we want to talk to. You know, people that are going to be able to share some super good information with us. And, uh, you know, really, really give us the truth of what's going on. Now, this guy has been in this, been in the intelligence business for a long time. Um, he's never CIA, he was NSA, uh, and, and DIN, uh, I think that's what it was. So, <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's, it, it's been a great interview, though, of what we could hear from it. Uh, now I got nobody. <laughs> I've got nobody. They left me alone, all alone, sitting here by myself. There he goes. Frank's calling me back. So on you, I, my connection. You. Watch it. Sean's the one they're watching. <laughs> Could you imagine that one? And so I got you. You got me. He's with me. I don't have him. When I, I answer with him. you, I lost. You lost him. Are you serious? Yeah. We were loud and clear. We were just having a conversation. Yeah. When when I'm when adding I him in. When I connected to you, he was gone. Oh, wait, do you ha you don't have uh, is that a paid account? Yo, it's free now. Oh, that's right. We're doing we're doing Skype. No, no, no. Skype. The multi shit is all free across the board. So, you oh, don't that's need a big account no more. 
Well, I need to account for the phone calls. I know. <laughs> That's because you're the Raz father. Yeah, no kidding, right? Well, that was just crazy, Frank. I can't believe that went down like that. I'm not getting you either right now. Like, I, there's just shit's just spinning and stuff. My connection with him was perfect, by the way. Can you hear me? I could hear you loud and clear. But oh, okay. It's like once he kicked off. Let me call you right back. All right. Let me try to grab him and call you back again. All right. <laughs> we're we're going to try to make this happen for the last five or six minutes so we can get the the the, the, the information from this individual, um, Scott Rickard. Uh, just an outstanding individual from what I can gather here and, and the information he has to put out there. I could sit and talk with him if I can get the Skype to stay on uh, for hours and hours because I have so many questions. Uh, like I said, I starve her so much, so it's it tends to bounce around a lot with what I talk about. Uh, and there's things I'd like to go back to that that we were talking about in the beginning. You know, I'd really like to get into the whole... Uh, um, Iran-Contra affair, you know, because I was a young kid when that was going on. Uh, and I remember Oliver Stone sitting on the, 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 the stand there, uh, and I don't understand why this man's not in jail, you know, with what he did. Uh, so, uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I tell you, I'm going to bring up the drudge here while I'm waiting for him, and let's uh, look at some headlines. Uh, let's do a quick headline read of what's on the drudge and see what they're... Uh, what they got out there? Hawaii, Hawaii Obamacare exchange spends more than ten thousand dollars per new enrollee. Now, that doesn't make much sense, now does it? Paper surf, secret service agent d diverted for agency director's friend. What? Diverted for agency's director's friend? I have to read that one. Doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm, I'm extremely confused about what's going on with, with uh, the connection with the Skype. I have reset computers. You know, maybe they got into my stuff. Who knows? Who knows? He was talking about Dirty Wars, um, which is Jerry's, Jeremy Scale, Scale Hill. Uh, I remember hearing a few interviews with him. I don't, I don't remember if Scott interviewed him or not. I think Scott did at a ledger. I think he did interview him. Uh, trying to remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. More than likely, I'm waiting for Frank to see if he can connect with him and uh, and add him in with us. Uh, they again, they might be in my computer. They might be messing with me. I might be the uh, the angle they're looking for. No, <laughs> I'm really not that important. So I don't know why they'd be looking for me. I came across uh, John Coleman's blog. Uh, John Coleman was one of the founders of the Weather Channel. Is that what he was? Let me make sure that's what he was. Uh, Coleman, uh, Weather Channel co-founder John Coleman slams federal re climate reports. I really wish Dave was on for this one. Um, basically, he wrote this blog all about global warming. Uh, the sky is falling, climate change is running wild, and disaster is certain unless we immediately stop burning coal and oil and move quickly to green energy to eliminate, to eliminate use of fossil fuels. Heat waves, huge floods, power storms, droughts, and rise, rising seas are on the verge of killing millions of us and destroying our civilization. That is my summary of the new federal assessment of climate change issued by by an Obama administration team of more than 300 specialists uh, guided by a 60-member federal advisory committee produced, produced the report. It was reviewed by federal agencies and a panel of National Academy of Sciences. 
This this 600 page litany, litany of doom and gloom was received extensive has received extensive coverage by the painting anchors of the national media who feel important when they when tell their audience that the sky is falling. Horrible pictures of storms, floods, droughts, and heat waves leaped out of the TV TV sets as New York as the New York and Washington D.C. headquarter media was particularly excited to tell us. How the huge increase in floods and storms was the worst part, worst in the parts, worst in the part of the nation. <clears throat> if you accept the picture painted by this report, the weather was just right, steady and nice in the historical past, but because our industrial society has powered its heating and air conditionings, its transportation by trains, planes, cars, and trucks, generated its electrical power to run our lights, computers, televisions, smartphones with fossil fuels, it has triggered the nightmare of an awful storms, droughts, and heat waves. I am deeply disturbed to have to suffer through this total distortion of data and an agenda-driven, destructive episode of bad science gone berserk. The only good news is that at least... that I least... What? The only good news is that I lease where I am, and on the channels and websites I saw, I was no further insulted by fawning TV weathercasts visiting the White House and interviewing the president. I best, best I can tell on national level, that turned out to be a non-event. Again, this is his blog. I'm just reading his words. Please allow me to hold your attention for a few minutes to explain why I don't buy into the climate change alarmist. The climate of the Earth has never been normal or stable. It has continuously changed through, throughout this planet's 4.5 billion year history. Powerful storms, floods, droughts, heat waves, and ice and snow storms have come and gone as long as Earth, Earth has existed. The current bad science is all based on the theory that the increase in the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere from the exhaust of the burning of fossil fuels leads to a dramatic increase in greenhouse effects, causing temperatures to skyrocket uncontrollably. This theory has failed to verify and is ob- ob- obviously dead wrong. But the policy-funded and agenda-driven scientists who have built their careers on the, the theory and live well on the $2.6 billion of, of year of federal grants for global warming climate change research cling to this theory and bend that data spe- spread to support the glorified claims in their reports and papers. <clears throat> Excuse me. When the temperature data could no longer be bent to support global warming, they switched to to climate change and now blame every weather and climate event on CO2, despite the hard, cold fact that the radioactive forcing, radiative forcing theory they have built their claims on has totally failed to verify. They call the, they call people such as me who debunk their non-scientific silliness as deniers and claim we are flat earthers and shills for big oil. It is insulting and maddening, but I will not be silenced, and neither will the thousand others, many of them PhDs, and on the facilities of major universities who are working to stop this bad science that labels CO2 as a pollutant and blames it for every shift in weather. We will be gathering, we will be gathering, we global warming skeptics, at Heartland Institute 9th International Conference Climate Change, July 7th through the 9th in Las Vegas. You can learn about the conference at www.clientconference.heartland.org. I'll be one of the speakers. Uh, so, you know, as, as I said, I, I don't believe in the uh, 
crazy, mad main global warming they're trying to push on us. I do believe that there is pollutant being pollution being done by uh, humanity. I, I do believe we need to change the way we do things, um, but we have to do it at a pace that's acceptable and, uh, and responsible for the people who live here. You know, uh, it, it can be a big issue if we don't. Uh, <clears throat> hey, Scott, how you doing? Hey, man, I was just on with Frank, and it was clear as day, and then it started the same thing that happened to you and I. Okay, on him then. On him too, yeah. But we were we were good for about fifteen twenty minutes, like like just clearer than than you and I have ever been. It's kind of strange. And so I thought, you know, let me go back to him because <laughs> I, you know, these these applications that they have are targeted. Yeah, you're the way that you're doing good right now. I don't know how long it's going to hold up. It doesn't seem to hold up for more than five or ten minutes. It's kind of strange. Well, let's do this. Let's get some information out so people can find you. Um, you know, so they can start reaching out and, and reading your stuff and, and where they can find you and different things like that. Let's get that out real fast. Or maybe not. <laughs> it just doesn't like me tonight. Well, the, the best place that I've found is, uh, is actually, uh, oh, really already? Yeah, no, you're there now. Really already? Yeah, I got it just. Wow. <laughs> They, they, you did something this strange, week, my friend. Yeah, it's the strangest experience on Skype ever. <laughs> you definitely did something this week they didn't like. I don't even know if you're hearing me. Unbelievable. Are you hearing me, Scott? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can hear you. I hear you, but uh, I don't think you hear me. You're breaking up a little bit. I, I think you're saying the best place to Very find strange. you. Yeah, craziness. I'm breaking up a lot. I can barely... Yeah, it's going to be you know Facebook and Facebook and um, and LinkedIn are the two best intelligence places I found. All right, so that's where we'll send people to try to find you. Just go ahead and search your name; they can find you. Maybe if they have questions for you or ideas for you, different things like that. Now he's typing now. I think I lost him again. <clears throat> Scott, we will have to be in touch again, my friend. Facebook and LinkedIn. We will send people there. Well, let me uh, let me just send this to him. <clears throat> we will. There we go. Now I can have the group call. Uh, I we'll, can hear you. All right, there we are. Okay, I got you now. Holy Stop. moly! <laughs> it's the same thing. Hey, Frank, man, Frank. The same thing happened to Frank and I. Yeah, we. I, Sean, I, I was recording our conversation because he he was getting into it, man. And soon as he got into the meat and potatoes, it cut out on you again. Oh my god. Yeah, that's crazy, Scott. We're gonna reschedule this. Maybe we'll do a landline with you next time. I don't know if you have one or not. Yeah, let, let him just I, go, man, and then record it. Yeah, or we'll do an off-air one and 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 record it and play it back. I would love to have you on like like a little guest spot and just to have an international high show, just to let you talk, not even say a word. <laughs> I swear to God, I think we lost. This him is again. what this is what you need. You get this, Sean. I, you're the man. So <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you get the guest, but. This is this is it right here, the real deal. Oh, I agree. Uh, Scott, are you there? I can hear you guys. I don't know if you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, loud and clear. We we were we're gonna reschedule this, and if you got a landline, we might do it landline so that we can't. This can't happen then. Sounds good. And uh, we'll, we'll reschedule you because I'm usually done by midnight, and uh, I, I've been trying to keep you going, man. <laughs> Just I don't want to, you know. Uh, keep you up too long and and let's do a landline i'll get in touch with you on facebook again we'll set it up all right man yeah i'm sorry about the uh technical difficulties or or or, or purposeful tech 
<laughs> yeah, tell everybody where you could find this guy because this, Scott, you're awesome, bro. Facebook and LinkedIn is the best way to find him. Just, just difficulties, whatever the hell that was. <laughs> They're still going on, man. All right, Scott, I'll be in touch with you, man. I'm going to hey, cut you me. loose. All right, brother, thank you. Wow, that was just a, a craziness with with trying to interview him. Holy shit, dude! Everything was clear as day with me and him, and he said something about money again. And it dropped in and out, and then we got it back. And I started recording it. I said, fuck this, we're going to get this. And then I brought up something about the bullets being bought up. Right. And then as soon as I said, oh, yeah, and they're buying back the bullets, now people believe me, cut. He goes, dude, as soon as you said bullets, they fucking cut me from you. I'm like, yeah, you see, it becomes, it's not just a computer-generated thing. It's like a douche at a desk pressing a button. Yep. I know it. Messing with you, listening for the right little thing. Dude, I would love to be in that room where I know they're listening and just start rock 'em, sock 'em people <laughs> while they're at their desk drinking their coffee right from behind. Sucker punch. You're going crazy with them. Dude, I'd beat up every nerd in that room and say, Is this how your mama raised you? Well, they think they're doing the right thing, Frank. They think they're protecting the U.S. government or they're protecting the citizens of the U.S. It's phony team. Yeah, I know. Well, That's I, all right. We're building. You better watch, brother. This Raz thing is becoming big. I'm going to have to become your bodyguard. Yeah, I might have to hire some. My goodness. No, I'm, I'm going to do it. And then Dave is my protector. So between the three of us, we got this. All right. I got you, man. I got you. My brother, not to, I got to change the subject back to RazFest. I'm sorry. It's all right. Go ahead. I, I just have good news constantly. Always good news. Somebody in the Raz family is going to be super excited because I just heard a um, an intro by Mr. Burns, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's all I'm going to leave it at that. People out there know what I'm talking about. Another Raz intro for another Raz show, and it's awesome. Excellent. And then Raz Fest, Sean, I'm going to pick you up and put you on my shoulder, <laughs> and you are coming with me to as many tour shows as you can make. You're, you're part of the team. The only reason why it seems weird or whatever, because you go to work. Right, yeah, I got to work a job every day. And, yeah, I if know. you could get a day off, and we, you just will fucking just take you. And it's just the four of us. That sounds like a plan. I'm ready. And everyone that's part of Raz, I'm just putting this out there now, or is down with RazFest, you can come to the shows too. If you can't make one, you can't make RazFest, we're going to be traveling everywhere. So it's not like... You're going to, you know, if you need to just come see the show and want to be part of it, we're going to be there. Two weeks doing it. Now, once we once we lock down some of these venues and we start talking with them, is there still a pot? Because I know you threw this out last week. Is there a possibility of maybe having, you know, somebody like Red, Red, Red Link? No. No, what, what I'm going to do is put up, not a Kickstarter, but whatever the other one is, that they don't steal your money. <laughs> and we're going to ask for donations for everything. And then we're going to just take from that. We're going to help people like Lawrence get down, you know, uh, maybe Wayne, Wayne from Baltimore. Right. We're going to help everyone out. Everyone's got skills and talents in this. We need food. You know, you want to come to the show, you donate. Here's free tickets to the show. We're right. on the list. There you go. You know, you don't, 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 five bucks gets you this, ten bucks gets you an album, plus a t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. We're going to give back, and then that's going to help fund... RazFest specifically, not my tour. RazFest specifically, and it's going to cut down the headache in half. Yeah. Well, that was the big thing last year: is the headache on on the girls, especially. I mean, you you had no headache. You and Dave were floating around the water, at, you know, t noon on Friday. Oh shit! <laughs> I was on vacation, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I watched you guys going nuts, and I that that's me in here. What right. you guys were going through there, and I'm like, oh no, I can't get involved. They'll start. 
they would have thrown me off the balcony. Well, when we were fighting over setting up the computer, yeah. Because I was laughing at him the whole time. I have a picture. <laughs> I saw that you tweeted out last week. <laughs> yeah, yo, I kept laughing, then I had to turn, because he looked at me like, like you're going to get it in one fucking second. <laughs> Oh, that's man. what I love about everyone. I'm like, holy shit, this is the best. Well, I don't know how much of the show you heard tonight. Hopefully it was uh, a good show. Well, we were listening in and out. I kept losing you on, on the Raz radio feed. Really? It would drop and then come back on. So I kept resetting my page, and then it just went out. And then I'm like, yo, I'm calling in. Hmm. That's see weird. what the fuck's going on. Um, dude, what if you're the target? I, You know, I very well could be. Who knows anymore, dude? You know, I, I don't think I'm that important that I should be a target. Grassroots movement is where, listen, there's no more John Lennons. It's people like me and you that are the problem now. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You're right. Now we have a voice. We're going to have a lot of people at RazFest this year. What happens when it goes five years into it and now it's known and people are coming in droves? We're in deep shit. <laughs> well, I can definitely tell you Raz Radio will be around for another six months, but I just made a payment. So, you know, we're doing the six months increments. How about taking a piece of that Kickstarter or whatever we do and pay for another six months? Right, exactly. Like, we have fans and friends out there that need to listen to this shit. Like, I, I keep telling people, as much as it is my tour, I'm going to get the promotion. The, the whole thing is presented and uh, like RazRadioLive.com presents HeistClick on the RazFest tour. So it's only about us. Right. We're going to blow us the fuck up. And you got to get me booked for that um, uh, Bubba's thing Friday, that Friday, that Friday morning. morning. Yeah, I got to, all I got to do is send an email over to Chaz and uh, let him know when you guys will be here because they already said, hey, book him, you know, when he's going to be here for RazFest, let me know and we'll get him in studio. And ask him how long the set, if they want us to play live, how, like how long do we get? What, we what they do, sense? I can tell you exactly what it is. When you have made it through the first phase where they approve you on air, you go in, you have to do three songs, two originals and one cover. Okay. And the first original has to be the one that you got approved with, and then you can do whatever for the second, and then you got to do a cover uh, for the third. You know what? I was going to do, because, uh, you know, some of the guys aren't in the group anymore. We were going to do a medley of all those songs. Like I want, I was going to do the summertime for them. Right. Friday night, I hope we all get laid and go nuts. And That'd then, good. like, bash them with Watchtower. I'm trying to remember the one that I sent in. I have to well, look I know it up. What you did. Yeah, right. You know I changed it up. I had to, you know, pick for what I knew Bubba would go for. I'm... Still, it, me and Kevin talk about this religiously. Like we would have never, I would have never approved those songs. And it, you were right, and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know Bubba. That's why. You it's know? just weird. No, no, that's great. Right. You you get carte blanche with me. You're my you're my brother, dude. So you know. But we were shocked as shit that they went. Yeah, we only played the one. Uh, what the fuck one was it? What, it was Summertime and then it was No Borders. No, uh, no Borders is the one that, that they played. And then Summertime was the second one and I sent a third one but I don't remember what that was either. Because I went I for know. the, I went for your, your, I didn't want to do the conspiracy ones. Well, I didn't want to do the conspiracy ones because that would have shut Bubba off immediately. You know, so that's why I yeah. stayed away from the conspiracy ones. Um, and I wanted something that would be enjoyable to him. Something he would have fun with, and he kept trying. I don't know if you've ever, if you got to hear it at all yet, um, but he kept trying to say it was very similar to uh, Will Smith. And that, yeah, I'm gonna have a talk with him about that. <laughs> I'm gonna drop a freestyle in front of him, and you, I didn't know Will Smith. I'll be like, no shit. <laughs> hey, you know, I, as long as I don't twerk while we're there, we'll be okay. No, you're officially you two days prior to Razfest. I'm coming to your house, 
and you're going to twerk while I rap. And we're going to get wrecked. Video. And you're going to do it, and I'm going to practice until it doesn't phase me. <laughs> I and still can't believe that was so funny that night. You're the guy that like writes soy bomb on his chest and jumps on the stage with Pearl Jam, right? <laughs> that, I that's just, you. I just like to, you know, for some reason, I tend to draw attention for no apparent reason. Because you're awesome. Well, I don't know about all that. Oh, Frank. shut up. Let me blow you up a little bit. You're rock star, Sean. Raz <laughs> father, Sean. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, if you want to stick around, you want to do a little overdrive or a little overtime with me here? Yeah. All right. I'm going to play a quick song because I need to go get a beer. Uh, I'm going to play one of yours here. Let me find something. I here. need to pee with my small bladder. Yeah, I need to pee with my small bladder and grab a beer. Me so too. I'm going to run a run a song here. We'll, Frank and I will be back for a little extended time. Maybe we'll go to about 12.30, 12.45. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so this is first 52, uh, extended hours, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. You know, you had separate nations. Uh, you had borders. You had everybody taking care of themselves. But they've taken all that away. They've gotten rid of the borders. Uh, they're combining the monetary institutions. Sound the alarm. They burn it. They bear arms. Search and seize your soul and leave you with bare palms. This ain't Vietnam and we ain't carrying bombs. Martial law at your door. The Fourth Amendment is gone. This ain't a democratic state. You gotta forfeit your rights. Stick the taser in your face. Now you see in the northern lights. Caught in a border fight. They might just order the dogs to bite the porch. And then they all feel like there's someone else that owns your life. Cities in a vice. They don't protect and serve. They're trying to build your trust. Instead, they build a bird. You're at a checkpoint. And now it's checkmate. Lose your pawn, check your papers at the next gate. Get out the car and see the shit you're standing in. Or else you're bleeding from the skull like Stephen Anderson. We see a different world, not what it used to be. Cause absolute power corrupts absolutely. No me, no borders, no riders, street soldiers. Because we're speaking truth about the borders, puffing the pot, motherfucker. I got the bomb pit, bunker buster. The brothers from another mother, double dragging up a cut ya. And if you're not awake, you're asleep. And if you don't wanna know, then you label the sheep. Britain's impressive, which is deception. Wisdom is effort. Something that my mama mentioned. I never saw a confession, nah. But I went and I seen the Obama deception, and it moved me like most of Alex Jones movies. Before I peeped it, like I couldn't see it, like I couldn't need it. Was just stupid, weeded. But now I'm overstanding, and I superseded.
hold up to second world status, and then they've, they've succeeded with their new world order. Hey there. Oh, hey, we're back. Sorry, guys. Well, I wasn't paying attention. Frank and I were just chatting around here, and I didn't realize the end of the song was coming. It's all right. It's the after-hours party, and uh, we can uh, forget stupid things like that, can't we, Frank? We can slip once in a while, yeah. because we're fucking doing it a lot. We're, so if you don't expect us to be uh, you know, puppets reading off of teleprompters, then you're going to get a few fuck-ups. It's amazing how your Skype's staying with me, isn't it? I'm not that far over the target yet. I'm still talking about <laughs> UFOs and arguing with people that think dinosaurs and Jesus were together. Speaking I, of speaking of UFOs, uh, I wanted to talk to you about this, please. Did you see that video out of out of uh, I think it was Afghanistan or Iraq that yeah, they were saying it was a UFO video? Well, it's been it's come out now that that was a false video. What well, was not real? Right, but let me just remind you guys that might have been done to test the public again because. Remember the one prior to that that I spoke to you guys about where it, I think it's called the juggernaut, the, the sky juggernaut, and it's uh, those cigar-shaped motherfuckers, and they're huge, like really long, and they just had it floating over there. It didn't do anything. It right. just showed up. They, I think they called them space elevators, too. Because they go vertically and horizontally like ridiculous. And they just lowered this thing about the size of the clouds while shit was going on. And it that's like a, to instill fear on the enemy. Like Darth Vader shows up. Yeah, he's awesome. But if you run at him with a million guys, you'll kill him. But because he rolls up, you're like, oh, my God, it's Darth Vader. Everyone starts fucking panicking and running. Right. They have no clue what that is. I would see a UFO, and if it came in any situation that was a little bit whatevered, I'd go, that might be us. I wouldn't go, aliens are here, run. Oh, I, and, you know, I, I talk about uh, Project Bluebeam a lot, and you got to question whether it's even real. Dude, those lights in the sky that just seem to bloop, 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 bloop. That's like when we shine a flashlight. I bought a laser pointer to fuck with this. If I take the laser pointer and shoot it into the sky, it looks like the reverse thing happening as if they were shooting it from the sky down. And the <coughs> excuse me, when you bounce the light off the wall, that's what the UFOs look like. You're like, what the fuck is that? Right. You can't see a ship. What if that is blue beam? What if it's just shining the color? You never get it. You never see a solid object ever in those things. Hmm. But I have a new take on things, Sean. I believe that aliens are real, yes. Everything exists, yes. Right. Our elite top people. There's an alien deception that's going to happen. They're going to say alien, but I'm telling you right now, these Satan warship and mother lizards, they're telling you now, all over Facebook, it that you... The, the blood of the, the youth before puberty gives you youth back. Yep, right, I remember hearing about that, yep. When, oh, so this is cool now? No, I don't think it's cool. No, 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 I'm saying that they're coming out. They're trying to make their things cool. They're going to make us accept it. So they're, they're going to make it cool, you know? Yeah, I didn't, that, I didn't even know. put that together when that was... Uh, Dude, do you know the song, um, I'm waiting for, waiting for, it, right, that new thing that's out? Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, the, the lyrics that she's singing is about Satan, bro. I'm not even religious. The whole thing, you know, where she, she speaks about, watch what you're doing, boy. You're playing with magic, right? You got to know what you're dealing with because there's no in-between. It's either yes or no. And I'm telling you right now, they're getting, whether we believe it or not, I don't know, demon is just a name for an entity from somewhere else. And I, Alex has that rant where he's like, build the machines, build the machines, build the machines. Somehow the technology is going to make it 
this grand illusion and they're going to blame aliens and UFOs and things from outer space. That's not where they're getting their info from. The guy that did modern rocketry that was taken from Germany, they moved him here, joined NASA. They said, how did you fucking do this? He goes, oh, I didn't come up with this. I had a dream and it was given to me as a download in the dream every day. I, he said, I had no fucking clue. You could, was it Von Braun and them? And then they were all with the guy that did the Satan book. That fucking Alistair Crowley. They were all his boys and understudies and the Parsons group. Dude, when you start digging, you're like, all right, these aren't aliens. There are aliens. They might, might have a recovered UFO. But I think that they're worshipping these things. And that's what's really happening. I don't think it's shape-shifting lizards. It's all just something from somewhere else, just like us. Right. Just maybe not exactly like us. <laughs> a little different. See, I believe in aliens, too. I, I mean, you're, you're stupid if you don't. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I hate to say you're stupid, but... No, you are. You're stupid if you don't fucking believe that there's other life forms in place. They're, they're finding water everywhere. Right. Right, that you could go and uh, dive into. There's life, trust me. It's expanding a lot more. I'm looking at your, your list here of... Uh, of places, it's pretty. I wouldn't uh, be surprised. You, you ever see the planet from the view in with the satellites surrounding us? Yeah, of course. Prison planet, dude. Yeah, right. No kidding. Really? Yeah. You well, can't I just fly the Millennium Falcon straight at the planet anymore. No, you're surrounded by a technological something grid. You can't just get here without being seen. They're going for broke, bro, and that's not aliens. It's a crazy I guarantee people. you there's some out there, aliens, that are trying to warn people, and there's other ones that are eating people. Well, yeah, you know, that that, that would make sense, you know, if you think about it, that, that they're out there, and the reason why the government doesn't want us to know about the aliens and why they've kept them is because they're trying to help humanity and, and, and stop the madness. And Yeah, that's, listen, Billy Meyer gets ripped on a lot, right? That motherfucker's got more proof and evidence than everyone. When he gets into the whole, I'm the new messiah, whatever, that's when it's all bullshit. But they made him look like a fucking kook. His wife made him look like a kook, and then they all got... They all went at him, and then they all got shut up. Because it they, it was too good. The, the facts are right there. The photos are there. The, the fucking evidence is right in front of your face. That's why when people get abducted for real men in black roll up what they probably do is give you this really they probably follow you knock you the fuck out and put your truth serum and they're like yo what did they do to you we need to know well, you ever they don't know do you ever see the movie fire in the sky loved it yeah the guy gets abducted yeah, disappears yeah great movie and uh that's another one they they still to today are like they never wavered they you know that's always that's been accurate to the story. same yeah all right, what about Zeta Reticuli coming up in the star system when we didn't know about it yet, and Benny and Barty Hill got taken, and she drew it, and Margaret Fisher, I'm, I, for some reason I'm getting everyone's name right, she took a star map of what she drew, and it took her years, and she found that it was Zeta Reticuli, and then they're like, well, we haven't found this yet. <laughs> and then they found it very shortly yeah. thereafter. Well, what about the device they stick in your uterus that wasn't? we weren't doing it for years, and she explained the procedure. Something is going on, right? That's Some of it's going to be government bullshit. And I heard that Navy SEALs or like top special teams, they, to get into the extra elite part, those are the guys, some of them, you have to make a crop circle and get away with it. Oh, really? And, to get and into you it? Get to the, yeah. But well, you, I, you know, there's there's been proven, you know, that some of the crop circles were 
hoaxes and yeah, how they do it. It's amazing. Like they use those boards and they had those guys that could do one in one night before. Yeah, but they they showed a video of um like those one of those balls of light right lowering to over a field. There's a couple of them, and then you just see the grass Crush. bend down. And then they just bounce, and the, the guy caught it on his like uh, he was putting cameras up because the shit was going on on the hilltop. Looking and down. You, you see this, and you're going, you know, these could be the drones, our drones. Yeah, there could be government, right? And to, they're remote controlling them, and they're like, yo, if you get away with this, special bonus, son, because they want you to think alien, because it's really them, it's really people, guys. But they're getting their information. I'm sorry, from some fucked up weird shit we'd call a demon or a jinn they pray to them yep they oh they believe whether you believe in in religion or not because i'm not a real big religious person but the the elite have a, a religious belief in this devil worshiping thing that you're talking about you know well, according to people i've sat at those high tables dude I, I got into the tennis club in new york city with my uh with a date a couple years back and they were like how the fuck did you get in here you have to be a member and that old white dude that you always see with black babies donate on the commercial, whatever. Right. He's been doing it for years with the big white beard. Yeah, I know you're talking He was about. sitting next to me, and it was his auction. And he's like, so, I heard you're a, a rapper? You must be, like, rolling in it. I don't know who you are. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm just here. They're like, how did you get in? Everybody at this table is worth a billion dollars or more. And then I, I pulled the whole, oh, I'm Frank Castle. You didn't expect the party to start without me. <laughs> and you, they all say... You have to have help to get to that level. Whether you're bribing, mixed with whatever's helping you. You know, the skull and bones, this guy was saying it before. They're all helping each other. Nobody cares about the job itself. It's infiltration at every level. Right. So, yeah, he, was, he was talking about the news reporters. Dude, man. Ivy fun. League schools. It's insane. It gets to the point where, all right, they're not all praying to Satan, but the, the top elite piece... They're doing something fucked up, dude. Craziness. Wait, wait till they that they find out that the Large Hadron Collider is really a fucking device that they're trying to break time space with. Uh, you know, I've always wondered about that that thing because that that thing could you know cause could totally destroy the Earth in a in a heartbeat. Uh, you know, so I've always it looks like a Stargate from the front. Yeah, it does look like a Stargate. The Lady Shiva and all that. That's shit. another great movie. This is the first one. The rest of them suck. But that for that was a great movie. What freaks me the fuck out is. All of these crazy stories from all the different lands, from all over the generations and thousands of years, something was fucking going on. Well, it's like Stargate the movie. Think about that, you know, I, and it kind of goes along with something I believe. I think I've said this before, you know, when I was younger, I used to think that that human race was brought here by aliens and put here uh, as an experiment and that's why we have we live the life that we live where we have the peaks and valleys and they're monitoring to see our emotional responses to the change in life the ups yeah, and, and the that downs. would explain why there is giant floods and they ridded people that, and they always talk about genetic codes and these old religious things they weren't of the pure bloodlines and all this bullshit there's probably technology fucking go law because by the time you're reading the bible that was written by fucking someone else to make you just believe what needs to be believed. Have you done any research on this 15,000 year old or 15 million, whatever the hell it is, year old Bible? I'm not buying it, but I am buying it because the Dead Sea Scrolls are where it's supposedly at. And I, I grew up Catholic. Jesus never said, I don't, the way people preach him out, he never was like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, 
they're flipping these weirdo fucking scripts at this point when it comes to all the religious nonsense. You know what? I hope Jesus shows up in a fucking robe and sandals and goes, you see my Birkenstocks? I'm going to stick these <laughs> size 10 <laughs> up your fucking ass. And I hope he does it at the Burning Man Festival. Because I'll tell you what, deep down inside, I'm not a Jesus believer. I believe in God. I don't believe that aliens are demons and that people that go, oh, I wish it away by Jesus. According to religion... You're not allowed to worship anyone but God. So when you're praying to Mary and this and that, there's a whole fucking breakdown. Right. Get away from that. That keeps you from the direct line. Because I'll tell you what, I, I don't know. I, I said this once. I walked into the bedroom, and 66 was moaning, not sexually. She was tossing and turning, and there was this thing sitting on her chest. Yeah, you told me about and that. And it was, it was it, bro. I had to call Jordan Page and had to talk to him, and then he told me something crazy and it was right along the line and then my boy sean uh gary uh, on uh, online hit me up and said yo this has happened three times in my life you have to do this and i'm like wait wait what did you see and everyone shared <coughs> not the same but, but similar character was similar right now has it happened again since then it's, it's been about six eight months when that happened no it was a few months ago man i dude i i try to kill it and it didn't work. It laughed. And then I sat with it and tried to wake up 66. I shook her and shook her. And she wouldn't wake up. And she was taught, oh, yeah. And he's like, I have, you know, and if I can't have you, I'm taking her. And I'm like thinking, I didn't smoke that much weed tonight, guys. <laughs> I didn't but take the, anything the lights else, on think. in the bedroom. The thing's sitting right on her. Uh. But it's like translucent me. And then I, something in my head after 40 minutes was like, listen, don't talk to this asshole. He's just, he can't do nothing. And I turned my back, and the fucking thing screamed at me for not listening and bounced. Hmm. I watched it leave. And then I caught these weirdo things. They don't, things move through, I don't know what the fuck they move through, but I know mirrors have something to do with something. Because those little, they always catch them in like fields at night. They kind of look like the schmoo. They have legs and they're long, but with no arms and shit. They're like a weird ghosty thing. These fucking things one night at like four in the morning flipped across my ceiling and I caught it out of the corner of my eye. Right. Little, like little smurfs on the ceiling of these exact things flipping oh, like over hand over hand and dove into the mirror and I went, okay, that's not real. So you and I got up and a third one came flying over my head and I said, shadows don't move in the light <laughs> at, in the middle of the night in your apartment. You should call, you should call on the Mallard show once. And I, I, I try to get with him once. He's like, all right, it's the busy season right now. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> well, you can't curse on his show, though, either. I no, I, I love the guy. Yeah. But, you know, couldn't get him. Yeah. We'll get y'all over there one I'll day. I'll get him. Yeah, you'll get him. <laughs> we got we to gotta sponsor a RazRadioLive.com ghost hunt. Oh, my goodness. And UFO thing. And then for three days, we all get night vision. We go into a house, record EVPs. The next night, go out and look for UFOs. Well, you know, Asia, this girl that used to babysit for us, good friend of ours, I don't know if you guys met her when you were down here. She uh, she was out on the beach out here once. They, I think they were out on an island. It was late at night, and they all saw a UFO. Just kind of, I don't know if it was a UFO, if it was, well, a UFO is unidentified. Uh, doesn't mean it's alien. Uh, it could have been a drone or, you know, because we're not too far from, uh, the military base in Tampa, this would be a great area to fly. Things are testing and, and different things like that because there's not much down here. Uh, you know, it was neat to hear. I don't know if you heard when I was talking to Scott about this area and how this area was a major drug running area for the Iran Contra and, and all that 
in the early 80s. They're going to use the drones to when you don't pay the proper people. They're going to use the drones to track the mafias, kind of, right, or the gangs and all that bullshit. So if you're not paying the top dog, corporate's going to send the fucking those circular drones. They're just going to fly up. We're going to be sitting on a beach drinking a margarita, going. What did I just see and shit our pants? And meanwhile, it's some fucking nerdy kid that still had to go through puberty flying on a fucking PlayStation joystick. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy where we're headed, man. Well, I'm convinced. You see those shitty drones. You know they have another version of drone, right? Like, it's not just the one that diplomas crashes into the plane every time and the one they show you with Obama. They've all kinds. Right. I agree, yeah. Right? Shapes, sizes, or whatever. Different power so, plants. Dude, it's fucking scary, weird, futuristic shit. And I tell people all the time, open your fucking eyes. Well, if you think, go, think about it this way, it wouldn't take, it doesn't take much power to drive those. If they built a small little tiny nuclear reactor, they could keep one of those in the air 24-7. It would never have to land. The device that goes on the building, that the swaying of the building is what charges this tiny device that listens to everything in the building that they got busted. Remember, they, they tagged the building? Where, up there in New York? I, I forgot where it was, but the building swaying. I think Russia tapped something, and it was the, the, what they used. <coughs> they couldn't detect it because it only took its energy as the building swayed. Right. So it wasn't giving off these powerful things. Yo, there's a new thing. You touch your cell phone, and it charges through yeah, you biological lay it on energy. The, oh, no, I didn't hear about that one. I was thinking of the pad <coughs> There's going to be a phone slip. Sorry, I'm not giving you the finger. <laughs> yeah, really, Frank. Like, fuck? The, yeah, fuck you, Sean. No. <laughs> like on the back where the phone is, right? They're going to have a thing where you just hold your phone like this. And it charges and from your body energy. Yeah. And as you move and whatever, electrical charge will always be charged. You know, like, like Dave was saying, that. the technology is not the fear. It's how it's being used and what can be inter intertwined yeah, with man. that, you know? Sean with a lightsaber, very dangerous. That would be very dangerous. Very dangerous. Frank with a lightsaber, very sexy. And so depending on how you use it. Well, it's oh, you'd have one, too, if I had one. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be collecting them, trust me. <laughs> We'd have, like, hundreds of them hanging on the walls. Oh, my God. I'd be like, look at the Jedi and Sith we have slain. They'd be like, who, you and Sean? <laughs> and then, yes, us. off with your head. We did it. <laughs> yes, it was us. We did it all. We saved the universe. Wouldn't it be funny... If we got on stage at Razfest and we unzipped our faces and were the actual bad guys, maybe we even like Dave and Lexi, sixty six. What was it? Amber's tits open and fucking aliens jump out and they're like, ah, 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 we got everybody here. And Kevin's like the only normal one and he goes, what men, the fuck? Men in black too. The chick with the fingers that grow out and wrap everybody up. And she just opens up her thing and her nipples come out and burst into like hundreds of lizards. As long as she didn't just eat me alive like that, I might let her attack me first. I'd be like, Sean, I'm going out that way. I'm going this way. I'm going that way. Too but, funny. You know, listen, it's all a little bit real. Everything. Yeah, we it joke, all, you know, we we joke and make fun just to keep it lighthearted, but yeah, it is. It's all it's real, but the money, stuff. what this guy was talking about earlier, that's the reality. There's no guessing with that. That was, uh... You can't argue with math. No, you can't argue and, with math. In fact, it's the simple power of truth. Yeah, I saw you guys got your shirts. Oh, dude. Good quality, weren't they? I was really impressed with the quality. Yeah, I wrote them. They gave me my everything they sent me was wrong, and then I wrote them, and they immediately wrote me back and were so polite. 
getting new stuff and um they actually wrote me three times and i i told the guy that wrote me that i, I said i love you man <laughs> and i said this was the nicest easiest thing ever he goes no we love you guys i said good because we're going to use you again yeah absolutely i thought it was a great way to do it oh the shirts could fund but 150 patch of shirts if you do it at the right value with fans helping everybody helping with the new shirts take money from that and just do the next six months of raz don't put everything on your back but people don't spot get sponsors then don't get all business like because i know you hate that shit yeah i do well Let. actually we have a sponsor coming up but it's it's you know it's it's Let. an actual part let the people help i know you I'm know trying. what i'm saying i feel you brother I, I lost a million people in the last two years that I thought were, I was cool with, and I gave up on everything, and I was like, this sucks, and y'all came into my life, and I replaced all the bullshit with this, and I seen that, let's say 30 people with the drive and the will to give a shit, can get more done than Frank with a thousand fans that swear they got his back, right. and associates everywhere, and nothing, nothing done. comes out of it. Yep. No, we're all moving. I mean, I, uh, uh, Burns has got another song coming out soon, too, doesn't he? The Hater one? Dude, you have no idea what you guys are in for, man. Oh, man, that's going to be a good song. I'm, I'm excited to hear that one. I, I, I finished my half of the Alien song. is awesome. Well, this is... What's the album? I forget the, the title of Ice the album. Ice Click, The Conspiracy. The Conspiracy, that's it. That's right. And it's just... We're touching base a little bit on everything. There's going to be some stuff on there that shocks you that's not just straight well, conspiracy. Political it's Statement like, was the first release for that, right? Yes. And um, and Chemical... Uh, Rise, Rise of the Rise of the Chemicals, yeah. Now we have like eight other songs nobody's heard and we're just going to drop the whole album. And then you got Frank Castle singles coming. And you have Burns single, and Heist Click has a rap single, hip hop straight. The hot time, summer in the city. Nice. Got the yep. sample, right? And it's like down on the corner on crack, and it's just me and Burns. And I just finished writing it. We want to get it out before the summer starts, and it has nothing to do with the conspiracy album. It's just the new summer single. Nice, cool. So, well, that'll be great for Raz Fest too, coming out of the summer with that one going. You have no idea. Yo, can we get? Can we get like, like? Like a, a way to plug in and do live right there. I, I it depends. I, I discussed that with them briefly, but the general manager is out of town until Wednesday of the place that I'm looking at. So once I can nail her down and really work out the details, uh, I'm that sure. Hot. I'm sure if we get the if we get the one building, it, it, like if we can fill a building. I'm sure in that building that they're talking about is right at the edge of the state park. So we can do it right on the end there because there's nothing I'm there beyond. Yeah, I'm not looking to do shows for Razfest at Razfest. What I want to do is kick off Razfest with a song, sing a song for everybody. Yeah. Get them all in and then let the DJ just play some music. And then I'm going to do all of my f new Frank Castle shit because I can't mix that in at the Heist Click show. It does not work. Right. I mean, when I start doing the fucking hate me come alive, like yeah. the crowd stops and goes from bounce to what? <laughs> what? Right, I have the new shit is fucking acoustic and butter. I'm gonna do it right there for everybody before it drops and shit. And then I got we have a surprise for Mr. Raz himself that uh -oh. you're not gonna know about till the last minute. Oh, figures. And it's not you're, embarrassing. You're gonna keep me in in in, uh, in suspense until September, October. Yeah, that one, yes. But you're going <laughs> to fucking smile. What you need to do is get a... Well, once we have everything settled and we know exactly what we're doing, 
wherever you can fit in and you want to be there, come. But let the girls hang out while they're hanging. Michelle's like, I'll watch Mikey. I don't even give a shit. Get Sean out with you guys. He needs to be with you. I said, you, did you not think I was going to try to drag Sean everywhere? Yeah, I'm, you gotta, I'm you know. looking at your list here, and, and it's going to be... Depending upon where you book the most, it's going to be rough. I mean, the Tampa ones I'll definitely should be able to to be up at. Um, it's just traveling like that. I have to take. I only have so much vacation time left, and we got some saved up for. All you need is one. Like like let's say. Don't uh, forget, I do on calls too. That's the only other issue. I got that every other week on call. And that sounds like a male prostitute thing. <laughs> so that, that's we're going to be there the whole following weekend, though, in Florida. So what if we had we're coming back up your way? Because we what happens if we get a heavy Tampa thing, and then a light one or two shows down, and then we'll disappear for two days and then shoot back up and do the majority of the shows. Because that's what happened in Orlando. We showed up there, did Universal. Then they booked us in an Italian restaurant that was awesome. And then they just kept booking us. And we were like, yeah, what the fuck is going on here? Like, Orlando loved us. Fort Lauderdale told us to go suck a dick. <laughs> really, they were <laughs> like, well. rappers, fuck off. Well, I got some, again, I got some family there. But I also, um, some Bubba Army over there who might be able to help out, too. Who are in the that's music another scene. thing. Bubba Army, man. I'm so appreciative. I wanted to make a, 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 a video with Burns when I get him and send like a little thank you to Bubba and like we're we're on our way and you know thank you so much and stuff because we need the whole the whole process pulled to together yeah let's not expect it to happen I but I don't expect any one person to do this for anyone everybody's got to take what they do best and put it into it like Jen's going to start helping a little bit Jenny and she's going to contact Right, some Eric was places. asking me some shit before I explained it to him, and he was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, you didn't know that everything's gangster behind the scenes. You can't get no one because they don't want you to ever get to those guys." You know, I had a question, Frank. I'm trying to remember it, and I had it, and I lost it again. And I just had it, and I lost it again. And it was an important question, so I so need to think for a back. It will come back, hopefully. Do a shot. You'll fucking, it'll come right back. Right, walk like, out of the room, walk back in. It'll make you remember it. Well, it's uh, kind of hard to do that. I can't take it. You know what's funny? Back. I'm watching you with your feet up, and Payday Monsanto's name keeps going. Payday is now online. Yeah, Payday is now. It'd I'm be so great tempted. if Payday would, like, uh, you know, well, no, not not tonight. It's too late. It would be nice if Payday would, would, would allow me to finally talk with him again. No, he's cool with it. He, he's just Payday with certain things, but he's cool with you now. He's way over it. Didn't you guys, like, Talk or we went back and forth and we were doing an interview and he's like yeah okay and no the apology it. he said he was so, he said it I heard it well he didn't have to say sorry to me I mean no he just said I'm cool with him man I'm I'll do it all right he said he said it we'll get it I don't remember if it was like through passing I was listening to him or talking to him in a in a Skype call or right yeah he dead up said like nah shit's cool all it's right. just he's now he's payday yeah we'll get with him. We'll get with him. I still love his music. And you I know that guy. Liberty Fest hits me up. And oh, goes, yeah. Are you going to the 4th of July thing? No. In Pennsylvania? No? Listen to me. The Liberty motherfuckers. I've been around before all of you. Okay? I was doing it forever without a title over it. Way before everything. I'm so nice. I come in. I do things. Fucking promoter tells me. I want to say his name, but I don't want to be a dick just yet. We did two mate Jave was there when we did this. Uh, we did two major shows with them, and we've worked with them in the past prior to that about a hundred times. They don't ever show us love. 
period. And I, they did it to Rebel Inc. too. I, I almost couldn't believe it. And then if, if it wasn't for the help of the bands, Dave witnessed it. It would have never worked the way it did, but every one of the groups, Corrected Axiom, and amazing, uh, like Payday and uh, Tracy Diaz, and they won't do it to Jordan Page, they won't do it to Tatiana, right? But they'll do it to me. They'll, they'll be like, fuck this kid, 15 minutes, get him off stage. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Liberty Love Fest? Fuck me? <laughs> right? Why, why am I at Liberty Love Fest getting punched in the face? Right, exactly. Exactly. Why am I on stage? And the, everyone that's throwing the show, the main guy is like, fuck them. They suck. And then we crush it. And everyone's like, they're amazing. And these guys are still in the back talking shit. This isn't what I joined up for. Well, you know, so, that's a problem I'm seeing a lot. Uh, I, I see it all the time on Facebook. These, these. They asked me the other day. They keep hitting me up. October, what band or speaker do you want at Liberty Fest? And I said, well, Heisklick crushed it the last couple of times, but whatever. And then mad people clicked like. And then he deleted the comment. Oh, really? Uh, you know what? Go fuck yourself. That's I don't crazy. need you. I saw I that post, too. Yeah. I think I liked it, even. Yeah, well, everyone was trying to get it. that that dude. You know what I'm talking about. That's the kind of shit that the, the the labels do. Like I was standing there, and he did something that they did to me when I was a kid doing this, and I didn't know any better, so I flipped off the handle. This time I know how to how to handle it. You got to go above him. Oh, he's trying to fuck your whole thing up. Adam Kokesh just walked out with 375 people. Well, let's get him back in. Old Frankie would have punched that motherfucker in the face. But you know what? It's that's you're that's putting good. me in a box again. Liberty Fest. You know what? I don't need you, Liberty Fest. I am Liberty Fest, with or without you. I love all those people too. It's just the promotion and the guys in charge that I'm talking it's about. It's the money man. The money man is always the problem. Yeah, they're like dicks, like the corporate dicks. They're up against. Yep. And it's always the money man that caused the problems. I mean, remember my dad? My dad went through the whole um, FCC deregulation of of the the, the radio industry. Um, right when, you know, Clear Channel, all of them started buying everything up and they, they deregulated it and they just wiped it all out. And that's when he stopped, like, like enjoying, that's when he stopped enjoying being on the radio is when that all went down. And you listen to, you know, Bubba and Scott Ledger and Shannon Burke and all these guys and they talk about how that's when they felt the change. They're the ghosts that changed with the system and made it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by far. I sit with Ledge and I listen to him and he's one of the old school guys, man. Right? And it changed and it fucked up everyone's world. You yeah. know, we used to have cool Wolfman Jack, I always name him because he was just like a cool guy. But you know who that is now? That's you. That's Eric. That's, you know, that, that's Drunken Disorderly. That's you guys are breaking the music now. Right. Yeah, I know. And I love that that we can do that with you guys. No, no, no. It, in the movement, though, of life, where you guys step. are becoming those guys again, you're basically bucking the system and creating a like Raz Radio works, right? It, it builds, it takes a, a while, and it goes, and look what we got. Oh yeah, if people really understood, you know, when I started doing this with the other guy with Johnny, um, it uh, it 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 was weird to, to to start doing it, and then as you. I never thought it would get to this. Like I never believed it could grow to this kind of level. But there's a lot of look. That's I understand the personality is great. Wow, well, like you're very like oh no, you know. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of love out of you, brother, and you have persistence, and you're not a dick. 
I, you're not. I, I try not to be. You, you're not. I just want everybody to have fun, enjoy it, you know, and feel good about it, you know? Right. It's like, you sound like a fucking hippie, dude. I know. Fuck the shit. You fucking <laughs> did it. You built it, and they came. I'm nowhere like, like a hippie, though. Well, see, that's I like I, I really I need some suggestions from the listeners. Uh, what shirt you want next? Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to base my next shirt. It'll still say Raz on the back. You know the Raz Radio logo on the back, but I want to put a show on the front. So I want to know who, what show you guys want. I, I yeah, have the fans pick the first show, but everyone's going to get around. Every show, yeah, eventually, yeah, get exactly. Part of it. Just well, don't dump it all at once, because then you'll never get anything done. Like I said to the, the time, I, like I said to the show hosts that were on last night for Drunk and Disorderly, I don't care if the shows want to do their own campaigns, and then they can make a little money for themselves to buy new equipment or. You know, I yell at them about that all the time. I go, go get your own fucking sponsors, and let me hear you bark at Sean once. Yeah, like uh, it, he's just running the sh like he's not your boss. He's like a cool dude allowing you to jump in on the system. What you all should be doing is kicking in for the six months that you have to put in to keep it going, because that's what it. But oops. outside, I'm not being dicks, but things like Razfest is going to change that. Yeah, well, you know, and this year I'm hoping, I really would like to get every single show host to be able to come and just to everybody's show because I'm going to set up a studio again. I know some people are for it, some people are against it. Your room. Yeah, it's going to be a controlled studio. It's not going to be yes. like last year. It's not, not, not this constant flow in and out shit. It's going to be a nice <laughs> Last year would have been great if you could have just kept the equipment from getting wet and then it just hooked up without an issue. Yeah, you got no way shit. too much equipment going. Well, it, it's Dumb it down. What you get need. a Mac, get a plug in, let's just fucking rock and roll. Yeah. That's, I know. That's money, Frank. I can't That's that's money. I like my five monitors. <laughs> no, I know, but you know, I, I've learned because I got to travel to Canada. Burns is like we got the equipment here. I'm like, yeah, but I look at your equipment in that room, and it scares me. So I'm, I put my little computer up. I got my little mic. Boom. And he's like, how are you getting the same shit as, sound as me? And I'm like, he 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 he. he got to be ready to do it. Yeah, I, so, I wouldn't do a Mac anyway. I can't stand Mac, but I do need to upgrade my computers. Best. Well, see, the, the way I do it, though, and... you see guy. <laughs> the way I do it, you know, having the... the well, actually, I have five monitors, but there's only four computers. I got one monitor that's mirrored. Um, but I can separate everything then, you know what I mean? Like, everything is different. You're on one channel. The music's on one channel. The other Skype's on another channel, you know? And it, it makes Absolutely. for a cleaner a cleaner show. Now, no, I, I get agree. rid of my hummers... If I upgrade my computers and get rid of some of the hums I have, because that's because the computers, some of the hums. Let me ask you a question. You didn't go to school for any of this shit, right? No, I grew you up. You just kind of stuck computers yeah. and started sticking them together. And Pretty much. Them. Well, I yeah. remember growing up. My dad, he had a recording studio in the basement, so I can splice reel to reel. You give me a reel to reel, and I'll edit your music. You know what I mean? That's pretty dope. Yeah, I, nobody knows how to do that anymore. It's very, very few people that can splice. A, and for those of you, I'm sure everybody listening has a good idea what a reel-to-reel -reel is. But it's it's a humongous cassette tape. Basically, they weigh like seven, eight pounds. You can knock someone out. Yeah, the shit hurts. So I, my dad's got a box of them in the in the attic at the house. Um, and and the tape would go down, and you'd, you'd you'd have to feed it through all these different pulleys and loops and mechanical the old running movies, things. You would see where the clip was, right? And then white like 
So you do your recording, and then you, re- you, you rewind it back. And the nice thing about them is you could hand advance it to find the exact spot you want to be at, and then you, you'd, you'd use a wax, like a wax marker or a wax uh, pencil, and you'd mark the first spot you're going to edit at, and then you'd, you'd go up to where you want to edit next, you'd mark that, and you had to use the heads. You'd actually be looking at the head, you know, the sound head, what reads mm-hmm. the tape. You'd actually be looking at that to figure out where your mark goes. And you pull that out and you splice it, and there's this white tape that you'd use to put it back together. But you had to put it on the right side so that it didn't, you know, hit the, interrupt the recording. And you could, my dad was, he could move people's words around. And he would do it because back in the day, what they would do is they would take the calls during the music breaks, and uh, he would actually go through and edit the calls after the fact, take out dead air. He would sometimes reverse what people say or move like a okay to earlier in the tape. He'd literally go through and do this during a music break. Do you know everyone listening to you now that has no clue for, because of that era change or whatever and they don't get it? This used to be an art form where you were, you had to know what you were doing and not just opening a fucking app. Well, when they would record songs back in the day, they would have five or six machines recording, each being a different track, and then they would take that, edit each individual track down, and then you know how hard play them is? back on the one master track. That's how I learned how to do it with overdubbing. We used a karaoke machine, double cassette tapes with the beat playing through a CD spinner, and we used to be able to flip so we could get effects, and uh, people would be like, oh, this is the most ridiculous mixtape. How the hell did you do this? There was work involved. You yeah. had to just like really mentally put it. Now I could just fart in a microphone and make it sound like it's Creed. Yeah, the biggest thing learning how to do this radio thing was figuring out how to get it into the computers. Because the basic wiring of the of the mics and the all that bullshit, it's that's second nature. You know, any man that should be. I mean, you can hook up a freaking cable box to your TV. You can wire. The mics and the the board. You know? It's just a different computer head connection, man. It's the that I have that thing. It's a crossover thing. You could use it for, to plug in a guitar to go directly into GarageBand. It's what I plug my mic into. It's a little silver box, and then it's a USBs or that special FireWire right to the back, and that's it now. And that's all you need is that little piece, dude. I went to um uh, Exotica, the the porn expo, and they were doing all live podcasts from there, and everyone that I saw had pretty much the exact same setup as all of us. Like, the just the basic setup. The board. Every right. single one of them. And I went, everyone is just doing it now for $99 Yamaha. My mic that I use when I sang Come Alive and all that shit cost me $149. It's called the Mini Mic. It's a little condenser mic. I'm on it now. You can make it Sounds sound great. like a bazillion... Yeah, I took... I gave Tony his $1,200 mic. I threw it at him. <laughs> and I said... This is the mic. He's like, you'll never. Oh my god! I said, technology is way beyond that, my dude. Well, see, I like. I'm old fashioned. It goes back to the story I said about the reel to reel. You know, I'm kind of old fashioned, so I like, you know, hardwired. I don't like digital anything. I like everything hardwired because when there's a problem, it's so easy to find the problem. I was just going to say that. Yeah. yeah, you know, you can track your problem much easier. With hard you start wire. pulling wires and yeah, checking one wire at a time, and you right. want to find your problem. There you go. There's your problem. Or 66 did for me. There's this little black box. 
just flip the switch on the box. It, didn't you flip it? No, I flipped it twice. It's not working. That was like, and then what, she's like, you know, you didn't do it. Flipped it. The whole fucking thing turned that off. That was like the first I, uh, international high school radio show that you did coming back in a few months, yeah, about a year. I and was half like ago. a dummy at that point. Hey, is that coming time. back or what? What's going on with that? Do you, you know, you got downtime. I want to do just special, like. A, I know. Like, I know. We talked about you. You know, we, you and I had a conversation about a show a couple months ago. I wanted to do a morning show. Yeah, and. uh I, I wanted to do one hour of wake the fuck up kind of radio, right? Where I would just basically smoke a doobie and talk shit to get your day started, not necessarily beat you over the head with bullshit, like, and go conspiracy all the way, but let you know things in the news in the morning. I used to drive to work and I'd hear about a hundred deaths and then the weather and then the worst <laughs> song. And then I'm like, this, by the time I got to work, I was shaking. Somebody get the door. Right, and that, that's her, her phone. And then I, go, <laughs> I stopped listening to Alex Jones. I stopped listening to all that bullshit. Yeah, I don't listen. I started to Alex Jones listening to Joe Rogan full time from the first day he started. But then I really, he's all about those positive vibe things, dude. My f whole attitude changed on shit. I'm like, we got to start getting back to the grassroots. The good morning, how you living? Not the radio voice. <laughs> like the real guy, you know? That's like, wake up, America. You, fuck, grab the, the person next to you, say good morning, tell them you love them, oh, take a shower so that you stick a finger in their butt, make them happy, and get off to work and start your day. I don't know if you heard me saying earlier, because uh, Scott and I talked a little bit about the waking up and listening to Alex Jones and people like that, and I think he's a great introduction for people just getting into it. But as, yes. as you learn to... Um, pick this stuff up on your own as you learn how to decipher bullshit from because he, he does he basically shows it to you and now you see it in everything so you don't need to listen to him no right more. exactly because it gets very re repetitive with him but that's the repetitiveness of getting new people now i've that he just wants to wake everyone up by screaming period. i might put him on once a week once every other week i don't listen to him as much i still refer to his site you know, but I don't. I love him, and I can't listen to him. Yeah, I can't listen to him anymore either. It's just I just can't do it. I shake. Now, I do. I do like some of his sit-in hosts. Gerald. Oh yeah, no. Um. Uh. Oh God, Tavari Jackson. Yeah, and then the old and, guy, uh, the other guy, the beard, the beard guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Knight. He. Those guys are good. They're very like. I like Gerald Salenti. Yeah, I, I do like too. Max Kaiser, but Max Kaiser's hiding something. By the way, fellas, hiding something. Yeah, he's in. He knows too much. Like they interview him, they ask him about certain things, and he he laughs like a douche. And well, then that's why he's not in America, though. You I know, know. I don't think he could come back to America. Maybe he could, but you know, well, maybe they, he's better guy, off like, not. Listen, I was thinking of Chris Kyle this morning. I was looking at Punisher shirts for me, and then I'm like, I'm mad that <clears throat> NWO assholes took my Punisher away from me and made it to that. And then I thought of Chris Kyle because it was his sh Punisher shirt. And it said something like, you know, whatever, I'll fucking kill everything moving. Right. <clears throat> they made him do what he did to Ventura. Just check this out as a, as a quick theory. And then he just did it. You know, he knew he was lying. Right. He, you could see it in his face. Or it was all fake. And then he kind of flipped off the thing. That was a whole setup to get rid of him. And then they just murdered him. Well, I think right. it was to get like, rid of both oh, of them. He's a hero. It, it was to affect both of them, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, discredit. You can Ventura. no longer be the best sniper or the best murderer or the best assassin because they're going to kill you once you're a useful idiot. If that's what you're going to do, it's going to be done to you eventually. From every direction, though. They're going to use you and then make you the, you know, 
I don't know, man. You don't want to be the poster boy for anything. Right, exactly. You All right, well, listen, Frank. I, I got one more thing to say. All right, yeah, very say it, because there's almost one. It's over. All right. I don't believe that girls that are pretty, when they start getting that attitude about I'm Little Miss Princess or whatever, I saw some shit this week that hurt my feelings from someone I know. Porn star screaming that she's a princess and should only be called a princess from now on. Oh, now, I don't listen to me. When a girl like that, when you you gang bang twelve black guys with dicks bigger than my fucking leg for breakfast, you don't get to call yourself a princess unless the word whore is attached to the first part of that. <laughs> you get princess. no respect that way. She walks around like this girl. I can't. I don't want to say her name. People have gotten so crazy. Look at this 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 chick with this basketball dude that walks around with the stupid fucking Darth Vader visor on. That's retarded. Uh, yeah, come on. These people are just getting out of control. They're they're self-absorbed. Yeah, that's ego taking over. I watched this girl from 19 years old go from she would only talk to me in the room because she was texting and oh my god, look, it's Frank Castle, to the cover of fucking Hustler and Penthouse, and uh, and now she's like, don't talk to me unless. You know, you call me princess. You got to call and me princess. For real, for real, though, not joking. Right. And I went, what? I have no <laughs> ego. I, uh, if I had a giant pie, I would have hit her with it. <laughs> I hit her with the big pie. All right, yeah. Frank, I appreciate you sitting in the last, uh, the last little bit there, man. I want to again thank Scott Rickard. I wish uh, we had everything working properly. We'll have you back on again. We'll do a landline so we have a good connection that can't be fucked with. I appreciate everybody who tuned into the first 52 tonight who's listening on the replay. Uh, check the donation bar button on the on the website there. Yeah, fucking uh, donate, people. Use the Amazon link on the website. I get a little kickback from that. We will be doing another shirt thing going on pretty soon. Uh, come up with a design. Tell me what shirt you what show you want on the shirt so I can make a decision. Uh, you guys have a great night. We'll talk to you next week. Don't forget tomorrow you got a therapeutic release with Jenny and uh, uh, Eric. Got to try to remember to say I know. I, I, I caught myself. Fuck saying that, man. <laughs> All right, guys, you have a great night. We'll talk Love to you, you soon. I don't know what to do. We're all lost and confused. Just trying to get through in this world. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes. But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. We're trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all, with no time to waste Fuck this bad race, I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off, destination That hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show From a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go Can't stop and drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I 
so come on, try and break me. Why would you hate me? Why would you hate me? I'm gonna hate you too. You've already touched me once. Now you liar. Let me tell you something.